We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, week four, spread picks, preview, survivor picks. We're going to get into everything, maybe even a little mini cuss corner halfway between the afternoon and late games. Let's find out. But hey, Jeff Feinberg is in the studio with him. What's going on, my man? Doing good. Hot week for you. Yeah, I needed it. ATS off the mat. So ATS off the mat. Yeah. You win a 50 to one golf bet. Danny Willett follows you on Twitter, yet the Chargers lose. They can't seem to win anytime I hit a golf bet. And it always seems to be chargers over everything. Nothing seems to make me whole. And I want a little more money this time than last week on on Das Wonder Kid. And yeah, it's just it's char- nothing makes me whole. Nothing else can make me whole if they can't win the game. Although last year, week three, they got their ass worked by the Rams. And it was the day Tiger won the players the, the tour, tour championship, championship, and you hit that. Which were on a fourteen. That was nice, but still, I can't. The tra- if I hit a golf bet, it's almost like if you see that I hit a golf bet, guaranteed smash whoever the charger. Yeah, well, that should be the move when you post your betting line for the betting card for the week for golf. Everyone should just parlay it with the Chargers again. Whoever's against the Chargers money line, That's like this move. week, they're huge favorites. Probably don't take any of your golf bets. Oh, this might actually be the first game in I don't know maybe since I was 13 years old where I'm not probably not even gonna bet the charger game really yeah I don't know I don't like laying these kinds of points and it's nothing you could really work into like I don't want to make like a teaser that condones these types of points either all right well here's what I'm gonna do I got three ways you can get into a draw for 20 dk bucks number one Smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. And there's two giveaways here. You can either time code the show with parts you think are funny for our best of at the end of the year. That is very helpful. A lot of people did it last week. So if we can just do that every week, 
We'll have a super show for over the Christmas holidays. The other way to do it is tell me your favorite spread, uh, along with your DraftKings handle in the video comment section. If you rate, review, subscribe, and download the Pat Mayo Experience Atio podcast, rate it five stars, leave your DraftKings handle, and something nice about the show, you too will be in the draw for 20 DK bucks. The other way, follow me on Instagram at the PME. You see a football or golf photo go up, give it a quick heart. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and boom, you'll be in that draw for 20 DK bucks. I'll announce the winners on Monday's live show, 1 p.m. Eastern time on the DraftKings YouTube channel. I'll also be live 9.30 a.m. on the DraftKings YouTube channel as well on Sunday mornings, getting you ready for the games with Gary and Thorne and a Tim Underkust. Tim Underkust. That is not my name. Do you like that I didn't even introduce the coin right away? The coin is in the doghouse. The coin has terrible picks this year. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you don't watch the games. You don't get a feel (laughs) for them. Would you like to wager against the coin the rest of the year? You have a five-game lead on the coin. (laughs) Do it. No, I I, I don't actually (laughs) want to wager against the coin because I think it's due because it's all mathematics, it's all probability. It is going to hit a decent week at some point. And uh, I, I mean, if I got off the mat, the coin can get off. You the think mat. the yeah, well, the coin has a track record of being really good at this. So we'll see. We're only like, three. Uh, we're, three weeks in, we're, we're, we're three weeks into the season. Tim already declared a season over after week one. No way you could possibly catch up. Feinberg had two terrible weeks in a row. He's one game back of me for the lead. No one is over 500 amongst the four of us. I was, it should be. I was 6 and 10. We're, we're right on where we're, the normal trajectory of this uh, show. I was 6 and 10 last week, 24 and 24 for the year. Jeff was 12 and 4. He's that's up to 23 right. and 25. Tim was 7 and 9. He's 22. And I wrote down 66, but I think that's 26 for the yeah. season. And the coin was 5 and 11. 17, 31 for the year. Bringing up the basement. I lost my super lock. Tim lost his super lock. And... Tim mocked your super lock, Jeff, and it won. I was hoping that wasn't going to come up because I wanted to bring it up after Tim was taking his victory lap for hitting his. Uh... Yeah, Tim hit his free money teaser. You know what I found interesting about his free money teaser is what? that he had a team at plus four and a half as a super lock, yet they weren't on the teaser. That seems really strange. No, I got. Yeah, I got burned the last the first two weeks by teasing teams up, so I made a conscious effort last week to only tease teams down. Uh, and it hit well not only that he mocked i mean he he made i could have taken offense to how egregious he mocked me making a pick last week no one has ever so overtly mocked one of our super locks in as long as we've done this podcast that you want- is not true uh, well, i get mocked every other week for my super no lock. one has yeah, ever yeah, you you make a super lock it's a nfl point spread no one has ever done what you did i picked the raiders two weeks ago pat mayo was snickering at me as i said it yeah because i was right so i did so point is i oh no well, let, let, let's, let's rewind the tape here and just hear what tim had to say uh, don't screw me pittsburgh that's such a bad pick oh god they're going to crush them by three touchdowns. Uh, I just like the Niners a lot. And I, I like the skins better. <laughs> if the Niners hadn't just kept giving the ball away, they would have won that game by three touchdowns. That was ridiculous that they even won that game, considering. But what was my what was my logic? Uh, the good culture of Pittsburgh. The other units would step up with the quarterback injured, and the other units force those turnovers. Okay. I was wrong. You were right. I don't know what more I can say. 
I was really hoping I was going to get a go at him after he was taking his victory lap for hitting like a plus 275 four game. It was teaser. plus 400, so you're making money with me on the teasers this year so far. So, so far. <laughs> that is, I, he has improved. I, I believe it. I have it written down. He's now 6-49 and 49 lifetime on his teasers. Hey, he got it. He had to sweat the last game. And I think he left off Chicago pro, or Washington just because it was probably Monday. No, like if I that game was Sunday, team. you wouldn't have put it on the teaser? I don't know, because I had a theme where I wanted to try to tease teams down last week, not up. So I don't think I would have put them on your respective. Because the Chiefs have blown up your teasers, you feel you should no longer teaser points up, which is probably the smartest no, thing to do. Because not like 75% of these things are all one-score games in the end. Yeah. May not be in a that- fact. 75%. Oh, yeah. No, yes, that is not a fact. <laughs> But what would you say? Like, if you had to guess, percentage of NFL games 60%. decided by, eight, I guess, eight points counts as a score? Yeah, 55%, 60%? More than that. More than that. I mean, I don't have the numbers. I'm just spitballing here. Someone will have it. Um, how'd you guys do in Super 7? I was 4-3, and three, so, like, if that's going to be a bad week when I have a terrible I was 4-3, four and, three, four and three, but we hit our bonus with the Rams. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think I was 5-2 and two with the bonus. I have to admit, and I'd let you guys know, after the morning slate of games, I was eight and one yeah. on the NFL pick show, what we did last week, ATS. And the only game I bet on Sunday morning were the Broncos getting like eight <laughs> points. And they didn't stop fumbling. So that just showed like, you know, you know nothing, or I know nothing, even though I went twelve and four. Although I should yeah. Do you think do you think the Niners were cursed after Tim snickered at your pick and that's why they kept fumbling in the red zone? I think they were. I mean, they were the last end of my teaser, too. So I had to watch a lot of that game. Well, you There's a lot about, of shenanigans going on there. You talked about the Broncos and the Green Bay game. So let's get into the Thursday night affair. Philly at Green Bay. Alshon Jeffrey is going to play. Uh, Dallas Goddard appears like he's going to play, too. But it looks like their entire secondary is banged up. And Deshaun Jackson is out. It's a pretty banged up Philly squad right now. And they might be dropping to one and three here. The Packers are favored by five points. Game total is 45. Two things on the Packers. One, their defense is really good. They're like a top five defense in football. Conversely, the only reason they scored points last week was Aaron Rodgers drew the free play and bombed it to Marquez Valdez-Scantling for a long touchdown. Now, Aaron Rodgers does that more than anyone else, so it's hard to bank on that. And the Broncos kept fumbling in the red zone, and the Packers scored on those plays. When given the length of the field to go, the Packers did nothing that entire game. The Broncos fumbled trying, like in the red zone trying to score, and they fumbled back into their own <laughs> end. So they were just losing points everywhere. I'm going to take Philly here. Give me the five points. I don't really love it. Uh, I don't know if I'll bet it, but I think that they'll be healthier for this game, and I'm going to roll with it. So I have found out that every time I get the Thursday game correct, I have an above 500 week. Every time that I do not get the Thursday game correct, I just have a horrible picks week. So really need to hammer this one down. I'm, I have a lean here right now, but I want to hear what Tim has to say in case I have to fade the curse. What are you doing? I'm taking the Packers. I don't like picking against teams in Lambeau to begin with, and I certainly don't on a short week. Philadelphia has looked god-awful now for three straight weeks. They really should be 0-3. The Redskins let them wriggle off the hook in week one when they were beating beating them up pretty good. They let Atlanta with no right to win that game win, and then they uh, laid an egg against the Lions, which seems to be a theme this year. So I don't know. 
I, I got no confidence in this Eagles team as it stands right now. And on a super short week, going to one of the three or four stadiums where I think home field is a genuine thing. Give me Green Bay and I'll lay the points. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tim here. I like the minus five. I like Green Bay. I don't know if it's a bet on game for me. It's definitely my pick for the show. I just think they can be exploited deep so often. And like Alshon is going to be back, but how healthy is Alshon really going to be? Then you have to put all your stock in Nelson Aguilar, who, yeah, he scored two touchdowns. He also had a horrible drop of fumble and he had eight catches for 50 yards. So against this defense, maybe they won't get lulled to sleep. Like Detroit not only obviously they won the game and they covered they really should have won by more but they do really stupid things all the time that i don't know if green bay is going to do that like you mentioned him like philly has looked horrible this year it's really yeah. bizarre yeah the next time they look good will be the first time they look good they look good for a half against the redskins which isn't super mm. impressive no all right, so Green Bay for me, Cust, and the coin. Jeff, you're the only one on Philadelphia. I think I was the only one on Jacksonville last week. Now the coin had Jacksonville as well. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Philly, geez, you could argue the Super Bowl hangover is going on a year and a half, and now with Wentz, I, I don't know. Something just doesn't seem right there. There's a lot of embarrassing situations on game film from that game versus Detroit last week, but desperation might have to breed brilliance with the way the cow real the cowboys are they can them. lose this one as long as they beat the cowboys if that's the game where they end up showing up then you know, that, yeah. is that next week is that is it, it's either next week to look ahead. it's either the next week or the week after yeah. it's coming up soon tim do you have that in front of you i will effort that right now all right so sunday slate carolina at jeff's new favorite nemesis houston not quite sure how the Chargers lost that game, but Houston is a four-point favorite against Carolina at home, 46.5, is the over-under. Okay, can you explain this to me? Because I know you watch every snap of this. I'm watching the game, and Deshaun Watson throws, like, a dirt ball behind the line of scrimmage. I couldn't figure out what happened. It ended up being a fumble, but, like, I just... I, I don't know. Did the ball slip out of his hand? Yeah, I don't, I don't get what he was I, trying to do. I don't really know. No, I think he just had a brain fart. It was really so was in his face and he panicked really he weird like spiked it into the ground behind him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Houston uh, came out of the locker room, made some great plays. Games are decided by one or two. Ingram couldn't bring Watson down and he made an incredible Watson play that he's capable of making that we feared. Um, and as I think I said on the show, they will go after our like B corners. And we really did a great job on, on Hopkins. And by B, I mean like we're on to D because B and C are hurt. Did the Chargers not realize that the Texans have tight ends? We've we got guys playing their first freaking games that I haven't heard of, like at safety and corner now. So it's not great. I did it's just see, rookies making rookie mistakes. I did see the guy that stole Derwin James's watch is going to jail for nine. I didn't years. even see that. Good yeah. for that. Yeah. So don't don't pick um, up the Chargers here. Yeah. I, no. I don't know. I, uh, this is a tough game. I, uh, Cornell I, likes to I, like he put a lot of interesting things that that made it hard for Minchu in that game. I think he can do a lot of the same to Kyle Allen. Um, I think I'm going to take Houston. I just yeah. think they're the better team. People might be. I think it's an inflated or. If Carolina loses last week, maybe with Kyle Allen, the spread is probably exponentially uh, larger, but people seem to have these love affairs like they did out of Minshew's first game. I still don't think I know what Kyle Allen is. A lot of people think they do. I'll, I'll take Houston to give him a hell of a ton. I like Houston minus the four as well. You're right. If Carolina doesn't win that game last week and Kyle Allen doesn't win. they deserve to win. I'm not trying to take yeah, that Yeah, but he also, they that. also played the awful Arizona defense. Like, 
Yes, Houston has given up a ton of passing yards so far this year. It's happened in almost every single game, but they're not going to... Kyle Allen didn't see the pressure that Houston is going to bring this week uh, from last week in Arizona. So when you start throwing J.J. Watt into his face or whoever ends up coming up for them, then all of a sudden it's a completely different story. Did they get that over sacks thing? I know Houston had about four or five. The Chargers probably had a couple. It was six. I know you were talking about it. Six total sacks, yeah. Yeah, they'll bring the sacks. I don't know. I didn't. They played at four o'clock. Obviously, I was hyper focused on the Charger game, so I didn't get to see a ton of it. He was good. Like he quickly, looked, he looked good in uh, the game. Like I don't know how quickly he gets rid of the ball. There probably would have been three or four more sacks if Rivers doesn't get rid of the ball uh, quicker. So Houston is doing what they do well. I don't know if Carolina can take advantage of Houston's shortcomings. Uh, I think Cornell is pretty good at at uh, for all his faults. He's still can draw some real things up that'll confuse the kids. So Houston. Well, there are, there's two, it's twofold here. So Kyle Allen in his third career start. Now he's going to fail. Yeah. Week 17 game. And in a team that doesn't play defense. It's his first, oh no, it's it's his first like real test game, really, in like a real meaningful game against a good defense. That's going to attack you. That's one thing. So if they don't win last week, the spread is what? Seven and a half. With Kyle Allen, if he looks like average last week, not great. The other thing is Carolina's defense is now getting overrated because they dropped Kyler Murray eight or nine times in that game. But that offense is set up for Kyler Murray to take sacks. They run so many plays. All they want to do is throw. They have a terrible offensive line. Like the Carolina defense that we saw last week against Arizona, yes, the Texans have a brutal offensive line but again it's Deshaun Watson who can kind of shake some of these guys off it's not going to be Kyler Murray just kind of runs around in circles a little bit and makes some mistakes Watson will make his mistakes but I just don't think that the defensive line of Carolina is going to have as big of an impact on this game as they did last week so I like Houston minus the four Tim what are you looking at a very tough game to figure out I think uh I think it's a very close coin flip I mean what I saw from the Panthers last week and really against the Buccaneers defensively on the Thursday night uh, impressed me if, if Newton hadn't been hurt, they, they would have won that game. Uh, and they were, you know, they went, they went toe to toe with, uh, with the Rams. So I actually think the Panthers are maybe a little better than their record indicates. Allen played well. McCaffrey, I think is after Watson, the most explosive person. Well, I guess Hopkins, I don't know. Maybe McCaffrey is the most, second most explosive person on the field. I don't know. I just feel like this ought to be a three point line. That to me would be fair. So I'm getting the extra point with the Panthers. So I'll take them. I don't love it, but I, that's the way I'm going with this. I think Houston might end up making my Super 7 this week. I do like them a lot in this game. The coin actually likes Carolina along with Tim. He's going down with the coin ship on this one. Cleveland and Baltimore. Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been waiting to talk about this game. Well, I, I, I did want to. Uh, Baltimore are seven-point favorites. 45-and-a-half is the over-under. Uh, so, Tim, you can lead on this one. Oh, you know, I'm wrong about so many things all the time. I like to tell people I'm wrong at least once an hour. Uh, I have not been as right about many things as I was about the overinflation of the team that plays on Lake Erie. I mean, my goodness, what are they doing out there? They're coaching people. You know, people now are criticizing Freddie Kitchens. Hold, the hold, hold on. I, I do want to let you know before you continue. If the Browns win this game, they're currently winning the division. Yeah, that's great. And that would be true if Buffalo beats New England. And do we think that's happening either? I mean, I, I, I have mean, my doubts. It, it, it could. I mean, they get two games against the, or they get one more game against the Jets. That's a free win. Two against the Dolphins. Those are two free wins. They have a super easy schedule. I know. Let's go back to the Browns for a second. And what it, I mean, listen, 
a lot, like I said, a lot of people who are criticizing kitchens now were enamored with that hire and were praising it to the high heavens. I, I said at the time I didn't like it. I wasn't sure that he was quite the leader. I don't think that anyone praised it. it. No, there was there, amongst very many people. They thought that kitchens hire was smart. I thought it was dumb. I still think it's dumb. Uh, you know, the, the QB is good, but he's not that good. And when the moments are the highest, you know, he falters. And we saw it again last week. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just think this team is profoundly overrated. I think their talent level compared to Baltimore's isn't remarkably close. I think the Ravens are getting are, are laying seven. I think they probably should be laying more than seven. This is the first end of a uh, of a five team six and a half point tease. We're going to tease the Ravens down to a half point. This Browns team is just not good. Like their schedule the next few weeks is a murderer's row. I mean, they have to play this week Baltimore. Next week they have to play at the 49ers coming off a bye. That's a loss. Then they got to play against the Seahawks. That's probably a loss. Then they have to play, <clears throat> pardon me, then they're on bye. I'm lucky them. I guess they can't lose for a change. Then they have to play at the Patriots. That's a loss. Like this team is going to be DOA and Kitchens could be out the door by November 1st. Like this is a bad, this team is not bad. It has talent, but it was very, very combustible. And as I said at the start of the year, if things went badly, it could go, it could tailspin very quickly. We're on the precipice of that. So, I mean, this is it. I mean, I, I think if Browns lose this game, you can put a fork in them. They'll be one and three. Uh, the Ravens would be three and one. And I don't think there's enough room to catch them. So interesting game. I will take the Ravens and lay the seven. And I'm just happy to say I'm wrong about a lot of things, but I was right about the Browns just being completely overrated and May Mayfield being a very insecure quarterback. And that was clear from his off-field shenanigans that he was trying to cover up for the insecurities he had as a quarterback, I thought. And uh, I'm being proven correct day by day. You're really taking a victory lap after three weeks on this? You're, you're <laughs> been, you've been so bad at predicting things so far this season. This is Which what you're clinging on to? Which was the first well, thing I started. Well, what? okay, well, let's run a poll here. Jeff, I'll ask you. What is the most Andercurse thing so far of this NFL season? Is it... Poor Josh Rosen, who Tim had rated as his number one quarterback in that draft class, who just, his entire career is Andercurse. Very sneaky <laughs> Andercurse. The Bucks, who he picked to win the NFC South, basically called them free money last week. Um, you know, he cursed them. I, I don't know why he had to call them free money. The, the New York Jets, who's Tim's favorite team, 0-3, quarterback gets mono, like he's... <laughs> 15 years old or your poor chargers who what are they fourth in the league in yards per play and can't win games can't score points uh yeah, they're getting the exposed with their, they're getting exposed with their injuries on, jeff knows this their schedule is is cake it, but it's been a death by a thousand cuts it's been painful it hasn't sort of been the one crushing blow like by quarterback kiss i don't think Jameis is going to win mvp i'm just throwing that out there i didn't pick it at the start of the year either uh, uh quote <laughs> I think Jameis might win MVP. Remember I said that, Tim Andrews. Yeah, but in the end, I picked Rivers. Now I'm feeling worse about that pick because <laughs> it's either going to be Mahomes or, or Jackson, and that's pretty clear. Dak? Dak has been... Dak has an outside shot at for sure. He's playing great. Yeah, he plays for the Cowboys. So, so outside. Yeah, yeah Cowboys. Well I, I, well, I mean, I think Mahomes would have to get hurt or play poorly in the stretch to be overtaken, but sure. Dak definitely has a shot at it. Um, okay, so I'll go on this game. There's a lot of things that Tim says that I've long agreed with. 
I do think there's not a team in the league that pays more attention to the outside noise than this Cleveland Browns team. I don't agree with that. No, I feel they like are you guys so, are just no, 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 What no. have you seen? They tell are tell so, me what you've, what you've seen. What quarterback goes back with TV hosts I ever? Like I like it. No, I like but it I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's not a team in the league that is more social media conscious of the noise than the Cleveland Browns. I've said all offseason. I'd say it's the Chargers. You say that Melvin Gordon checks every one of his replies. As an individual, sure. But my quarterback doesn't even own an account. Wouldn't even know how to get well, one. Well, that hasn't helped him at all. Well, it could be better than the quarterback who has six phones and smashes one anytime he's that. Uh, my point. It. Listen, it works out for I'm that not, guy. I'm not going to go full like Tim or Coward and say, well, Baker was doing media photo shoots for like GQ. Other quarterbacks were like honing their craft. I'm not going to go where Tim goes, but I will acknowledge it's a social media conscious team. How about this? Their Every... offensive line sucks. No, but hear me out. Everybody that was there. when they traded away yes. their best offensive lineman. Everybody Agreed, there. but that is the serious problem. Everybody Agreed. there is panicking. When your head coach is already goes to the podium before he gets a question after a bad loss and he's just, they're so aware of what is the noise outside. Uh, it's not a good thing, in my opinion. It's not a good thing. I could sum it all up by, as I've said for many times, equally being we were going to be excited if they were going to be eleven and five or five and eleven or two and tw- like they were going to entertain me. However, this thing went, and now that it's tipping one way, I'm going to cheer for whichever way it is tipping because that's where the entertainment lies. Sure, but like I said, they win this game. They're winning yes, the division. Yes, absolutely. And I haven't even made my pick yet, so don't, don't you know, totally throw me under the bus until I do so. But they are very conscious of the noise. And this is a team that had accomplished nothing, that had all these primetime games, that that is the hunter instead is is the hunted instead of the hunter. And I'll keep going back to that. That's not a good place to be in any sport. But in the, any sport. They are not there anymore. The the world has now turned yes. on the Browns. Now here we are. Let me go with my game pick. A week ago the spread is four. <laughs> They, the, the, the Browns have blown two eggs on national TV, and I'm getting an extra field goal for it. It will be a close game. I mean, um, one well-timed pass on fourth down, the Browns win that game. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm I'm with the I'm I'm going to take Cleveland with the seven. That is too many. Now you're on a tipping point the other way, as you were sort of alluding to as I was making all those points. That now they're being completely turned on, and you know guys like Minshew and all the other cool young quarterbacks are are the it's. Um, I don't believe Baker's as good as he was a year ago. I don't believe as bad as people are making him out to be. What I will say is a fact, though. Since he's taken over as a quarterback, Pat, no one has thrown more interceptions. That includes Jameis Winston. That includes Case Keenum. That's not a good look. So there's a there's a ugly thing that's going on there. But seven points in the division in what might be a desperate situation because, yes, the win makes everything right. But, oh, boy, the they lose this great. one. The loss, the noise, the fan base. The coach goes to the podium. He's already concerned about the noise. He's well, not like, woo. He's not like, he doesn't go to the podium and say, these are the things we're doing well. I'll fix the other things. It's, you guys think, you, 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 you. Like, he's already talking to the noise. It's such a bad look. And they got no experience, and they got a lot of divas. Tilting. I don't want Tim to be a hero, but I'll cheer for 3-13 and 13 if it gets ugly. I will. The, the, the dam can really break here, and I was dead wrong. I thought Freddie – when Tim says, like, people were saying Freddie Kitchens was good, that was me. 
And that's basically the only person <laughs> who was like kind of on that train. But Tim, when he I say it, he thinks the world is saying it. So that's how he tries to the, phrase everything. But dead wrong on this. And I don't even think he's listening to the noise. I think he knows how badly he fucked up. Fa- so okay. he walks in being like, oh, God, I know what they're going to ask me about. Uh, do you think he legitimately didn't know it was fourth down on that draw? Yeah, I got, I got no clue. I, oh, Baker or the coach? The coach. I think he thought it was third down. I, I agree. There's no other justification for it. I'm willing to believe he just oh. didn't know what down it was. Because that makes no sense. Like, if you can't, and Aaron Don was a one-man wrecking crew in that game. I'm taking Cleveland as well. Because I, besides the fact that they now seem very reversed and cursed here. Tim's taking, digging, 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 their, digging their grave after three weeks here. So they have good curse momentum on their side. But there's the one thing they do. They should have Denzel Ward back for next week. Their defense should end up being healthier in the secondary. But still, they get to the quarterback and they stop the run. We saw it last week. Kansas City was getting in the backfield against Lamar Jackson. What did he do? He played 500 up with the ball, and they came down with it twice. Like, that's not happening over and over. Those were two pretty fluky plays. But if you can shut them down on the run and keep Lamar Jackson from getting outside of the tackles, just keep him in the pocket, and they have enough speed, and they don't need to blitz on that defensive line, that I think they can do that. I don't think, I mean, I think they can win. I don't, I wouldn't pick them to win, but I'm going to pick them to cover the seven. I think there's going to be a very run heavy game. Baltimore's defense in the secondary isn't quite as good as it's been in other years. And the defensive line is not getting a ton of pressure. Now they will because this offensive line sucks, but Hey, maybe make an adjustment. Maybe say, Hey, Demetrius Harris, you're a big dude. I know you're mainly a receiver. Just get in the way of someone. And maybe when they need a first down and they need eight yards, they don't run four verts down the field. Maybe they run someone, you know, 12 yards down the field, maybe throw to him. I don't know. But you have to think they make an adjustment. If they don't make adjustments from what we saw that everyone could see visibly on the screen from that Sunday night game, Kitchens might be fired after this week. Two things. I'm not going to get on the whole, um, because the whole, like I said earlier, Lamar Jackson was honing his craft all offseason, putting on weight, proper areas, practicing, becoming a better thrower. Every time Baker was, you know, doing some media shoot Lamar was in a backyard flipping a tire and that I'm not here to paint that but I will agree with the other part that the coaching of Freddie Kitchens is an unmitigated disaster it will end horribly they allowed their their young exuberant quarterback to pick the head coach and now the kid owns the franchise on the complete opposite there are a lot of teams the quarterback will have no say in that and the coach is oh, number one on the hierarchy. Here, it's not that way. Baker owns the the coach. It's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. Maybe he can make some adjustments this week. I'm he, taking the plus seven. He's an he's NFL really, head coach. Maybe he can figure this out. Because the defense he's a looks, running backs coach a year ago this time. The defense looks really good though, and they were down yeah, half the yeah. guys last. And week. hopefully they get really healthy, and I'll bet real money on the seven points. I think that's a fantastic number. But Baltimore's been running the ball so well this year as a product of the three-headed backfield and Lamar just opening everything up because he has to be accounted for every time that every time he's under center. You have to be like, oh man, is this going to be play action? He's just going to roll out for sixty yards. That. And we're going to see it with the Giants as well. We saw it last week that once you have a threat, why is Frank Gore gaining yards on the ground? Because people are terrified that Josh Allen is going to run by them. It opens up running lanes. I just don't think that Cleveland has to commit as many guys as a normal NFL defense would to actually stopping the run. If they can shut it down and you force Lamar back to throw, maybe he beat you that way. He can, but that's the proposition that I would want to take in this game. 
So Cleveland for me, Cleveland for Jeff, Baltimore and Baltimore. Next game, bye week at the New York Jets. Bye week is favored by 14 points on the road, Tim. Yeah, I'll lay the points. <laughs> so bad. I can't believe they covered that game. That is the mm-hmm. most outrageous cover I think I've ever seen. Oh, I'm sure we could probably think of 50 more outrageous covers, but we didn't deserve it. No, but like it's funny because the spread ended up being what twenty one and a half, and they cover. Talking about the Jets, I was hoping we wouldn't have to. They're on by. Leave them be. Well, I have a few points about the Jets here. One, so they covered the spread by. I forget what his name is. The kick returner. Everyone was all fired up about. New Julian Edelman turns out he sucks and muffs punts. So he muffs a punt. The Jets score a special teams touchdown. Then they pull Brady, put in the backup. He throws a pick six. That's how they have to cover the spread. How many yards did they gain in that game? Negative 40? Not many, but I mean, teams in the NFL very, very, very rarely cover 20-point spreads. The Cowboys uh, are an exception there. It it didn't seem like both teams were going to last week anyway. Just worked out that I picked the right side. But uh, no, that Jets team, without without, uh, Sam, it's clear that they're going nowhere. Well, in a hurry. D- does it bo- does it bother you that now everyone thinks Sam Darnold sucks because Danny Dimes is around? He's the real New I, York quarterback people like. I couldn't. I, you know what? I couldn't care less. Oh, really? Sam, Sam is sick. When he comes back, he'll play fine, and then people remember that he's pretty good. I am not using the New York Giants as a measuring stick uh, to measure my quarterback. I think that's a fool's errand. Seems like you're kind of jealous that they have a good quarterback and you have one who has mono because he makes out with yeah. high schoolers. You mean a team in a different conference that my team sees four times a year? I'm not, I'm not jealous of that at all. I mean, you called the Jets the preeminent AFC franchise. They're not even the best franchise in their own city by like a fifth. Well, listen, I said they, that. How do I put this? Being a preeminent team in the AFC is not that special of a thing. I mean, there's the NFC that's up here. Then there's a space and then there's the AFC that's down here. So. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to, I'm just defeated. Like I, I got no spark. What can I tell you? It's, 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 it's a, it's a sad place to be. Does, but does, does that mean they're not going 12 and four? It, it, 12 and four. They might not win two more games. Well, they weren't going to win any game until Sam comes back. And then they might win three or four. I don't know, man. Like it's, it's rough. Uh, things are, things are not going well. You know what? Like I'm smiling about. Yeah. Like I've said, I, t- I told you, you, you have Sam Darnold on your team. The only reason that he's your starting quarterback is so you can tank for the number one pick next year. How, I, how embarrassing is it going to be when Darnold comes back? They maybe win a game. You get all fired up and they lose to Miami. Uh, you know, it won't be that devastating because I've accepted that this year is going to be a, tra- a train wreck now. And uh, I'm a changed man next year. I will not be overexcited about the Jets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get like a fourth I, overall pick. Tim's going to no, like, you this, add that this, guy to the team. This last couple of weeks has been a real moment of clarity for me. And uh, I, I've learned something. I've grown, I, I think. I, I've learned something here. Question from the audience, sir. Great opportunity for people to win some free DK bucks by clipping at that one for us for next year when he gets overexcited about the Jets' chances. I was going to say, I'll even give you an approximate time code. That's like 32-32, but someone will come up with the exact time code. Yeah, we're going to be rerunning that one for a while when they draft some loser first overall next year. When they pass on good quarterbacks to keep shitty Sam, it's going to be funny. You're already on the fire gay span wagon. Not quite, but I'm getting closer and closer because... The first little bit of of uh, you know adversity that's been thrown at him 
he uh, has been a swing and a miss. That's very disappointing. I, I don't quite know what their plan is. But like I said, whatever, this year's a write-off, so I can't get too upset about these things. I just have to channel my energies into cheering against the teams I don't like. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, Jeff, that this was like a fan of something like, let's say it was you. Let's say Cust was a Jeff Feinberg fan. How quickly he turns on you. I, I Listen, he's defeated. He's broken on this issue. So defeated. It's sad to hear about it. I, I love hearing I mean, about he it. planted his flag in the ground pretty hard, and it's all just been rolling back. But he did it to your team, too. That is, again, that's been death by a thousand cuts. Yeah. It is Are you saying the worst hasn't come yet? I. It's just a continuous, there's just daily daggers, quarterly daggers. Sort of just wasn't the one or one and a half death blows that the Jets have gotten. All right, let's go to the next game. The Detroit Lions hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Like every week so far this year, the Lions spread seems super trappy. They're plus six at home. The game total is 54. I'm going to try to make this as easy as possible. Unless the Lions continue to work this like voodoo magic they have going on, I, the Chiefs cover this. I'm taking the Chiefs. The Chiefs are way better than the Lions. I am not buying this whatsoever. Jeff. Well, the Chiefs defense still makes them susceptible potentially to close games. The coin likes Detroit. I'll take, uh, you really got to plug your nose to go against the Chiefs, but I'll take the Chiefs. This is good. I'd hold out, though, for a real bet. This is going to climb. This is 80% Chiefs money. Uh, the books seem to be banking on, on Detroit right now. Yeah, I don't know what their algorithm is telling them, but you're right. The public is going to hammer this number. I'm going to hammer this number at minus six on the road. I just don't understand, like, it seems like a bizarrely fishy line, doesn't it? Like, why isn't it eight or nine? Because people are still betting the eight or nine. Yeah, I'm not. That's a good question. And Detroit hasn't I mean, given up. Detroit hasn't could given run up. back the conversation we had before week two. And we're like, oh, I don't know why Detroit is only whatever they were against the Chargers. This is a fishy line. Yeah, but that's. And then we all said, yeah, but we got to take the Chargers. And then we sure. all took them. Sure. And we're all going to take the Chiefs again. I am too. I'm going to take Kansas City. I already City. said I'm taking Detroit. I'm, oh, okay, sir. Well, I'm taking Kansas City. I'm teasing them down. There's a second part of a free money teaser because now. Can't beat them, join them. So let's take them two weeks in a row. But uh, I don't know. Just I, I've gotten Detroit wrong three weeks in a row. So I'm beginning to think that maybe this is just the team this year I can't figure out. So that's the, the extent of what I have to say is that the Chiefs are a significantly better team. They're indoors, fast track. They should be able to rip apart a pretty sketchy Lions team uh, on the back end. But we will see. Lions haven't given up a sack in two games. They keep that up. They'll move the ball. They're not going to win. But it's, but, a, but it's not even like they're completing. It, one of the main reasons that they're not taking sacks because they run the ball up the middle somehow for three yards in a cloud of dust every single time. So is not the strategy to beat the Chiefs or to try to? You have to be effective running the ball. You can't be ineffective doing it. Like they had a punt return. They had a kickoff return touchdown last week, but they have three fumble recoveries. Like it's just, it's all smoke and mirrors with them. They're not good. I hope this thing gets to a touchdown. I, I would not feel comfortable going into the Chiefs like that. Like the Chiefs didn't cover last week. They didn't cover by the half point. Sure, but you Horrible. could argue that the Ravens left a lot of singles out there. I mean, you, you could argue that the Ravens also got incredibly lucky to score two of those touchdowns, which were pass interference and should have been intercepted. Sure. And Detroit doesn't have the talent Baltimore does. Nope. You seem odd on this. Oh, spread should be higher. This public's pounding the Chiefs like it's free. The so, public's not okay. always wrong, though. 
No, but when the line no, was the in, whole world was, everybody was on the Rams on Sunday, and the books took one of their biggest beatings apparently in a long time on the Rams. Yeah, but that line moved. See, okay, there's a big difference that people need to realize right now. Scariest games in the freaking world are when they're so heavily one-sided, but the line doesn't move. That Rams move game moved two and a half points as that, that the late day money kept crushing it. It got off a key number of three to three and a half to four. Like that game moved. The books were reacting to the steam. It's a game like Thursday night when the world's pounding the Titans and the books are that shit's not moving off a point and a half. Those are the games. That's a fair point. Those are the games. If the line moves, any public argument is is off the table because the books are reacting to the money. It's when those 80% games are coming in and the line just wants to stay. Now, we're early in the week. We talk about this a lot. I think, like you said, the books, this is very sketchy because the books probably feel they could lay a seven and a half and people will still lay the touchdown and the hook. No, I think they'd get a lot of take back if they put it to seven and a half. I guess, I don't know. They're afraid of a few sharps then, but I think this thing will climb eventually because it'll be too much to bear. Because the Lions might not have lost a game, but they are—they have not lost. The public has not changed their perception of them yet, in my opinion. It's just strange. Like, they gave away that game at Arizona in week one. The Chargers gave for the time. The Chargers gave them the game in week two. And Philadelphia actually probably should have won last week. And they played horrible. And Detroit just kept letting them back in it. If you do that to the Chiefs, you're going to pay. Sure. Agreed. Like, so. Chiefs still be down, up, up two scores, and Stafford will backdoor the cover. All right, we'll see you then. Chow Chargers. Chargers at Miami. Getting minus 16 on the road for the Chargers. 44 is the game total. As we pointed out, fourth in yards per play. Can't score touchdowns when it counts. Jeffrey, what's going on with the Chargers? I don't really know. They're just a wounded animal. Are they They're, cursed? That could be the case. They're not at the moment able to overcome all the death blows they're like fine they're okay they're going to be in a lot of close games they have enough to keep them close against like 93 percent of the teams in the league they're just things are really hurting them they, they come out of the locker room flat i'll get to that in one second and i'm going to go somewhere else because i don't care to talk about this game to blame philip rivers you have to be a psychopath how much more can he do he could not be cursed he could put the ball in Benjamin's hands. He guys just drop wide. Like how he made three plays on that drive to try to tie the game. The Benjamin drop, the Culkin drop. He gets us a first and goal to the eight, and there's a penalty on the holding. He can't make a fourth play. I'm sorry. It's not his fault. It's not your fault either. It's Tim's fault. We know all of that. But they can't overcome. We are getting, we are, it doesn't matter if it's the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans. The guy to play in fantasy is the YR2s. Not this week. Because we don't have, oh, sure, fine, fine. I'm talking long term. We do not have the back end depth right now to hold the fort down. Casey Hayward is holding down YR1s. We cannot make other plays. We cannot. We They're going after it. They see it. They see it. Um, Can you... Rewind for a second and just explain your real-time reaction to the Benjamin drop after... I just said what's expected! I hate him. And people who watch the show, like, like it's a real thing. It's not like I cannot believe it. 
as you know, you know, ownership doesn't hate me personally, where I could slide into DMs, but and I'm always tempted to go there, but I don't want to burn the relationship. You don't want to be that guy. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. I went as far as I went because I don't want to be that guy. I'm not going to at anyone on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not going to at Travis, but I would like him to just exit my life. There's the door, the front. I don't know. I, it's the one mistake. I don't. I feel like Telesco has really constructed a fantastic roster, but this guy kills me. I don't want to go there. The first half, my coach is Idris Elba. Like, everything works perfectly. Everything. Both sides. Perryman played 44 snaps. The run defense was pretty good, man. It was. We just can't, again, it's also, that second. In fairness, Carlos Hyde sucks. Sure, so. but we cannot, again, I keep going back to it. We cannot get those second, third, you know, the second tight. Like, we cannot get those guys right now. We cannot. We've lost our second corners. We've lost our safeties. We've got no name. Guys, I, if I don't know you and you're starting on the Chargers, it's uh, it's not good. It's not not good. But we come out of the locker room, and my coach is like Al Roker mid-transition. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens. <laughs> I don't know. Too much halftime prayer? I Maybe. Now, I didn't want to go that long on that because I, I meant to go somewhere else. I'm ta- By the way, I'm taking Chargers minus 16. Yeah, there's a few games a year where we run train, right? Like, this we're feels very like- Atlanta Falcons-like, right? Like, there's a few games a year that just we just, like, look really cool and good and... Yeah, Maybe this will be Preston the Williams might be a problem for you here, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, for the Chargers first trip to Miami this season, I'm taking them laying the 16 points and I'm going to, I heard that. Down. I heard I'm that. Gonna them down to nine and a half as well. Okay. I will say Pat, we got the Chargers or we got the Dolphins, the Broncos and the, and the Steelers. So Broncos game will be tougher than you think. Yeah, probably. And they're our, they're our rival. Like, there's a personal hate there between the teams. A lot of weird things in the last uh, couple of years in which we've played them. And I really beg they can get off the mat. I don't want to play them 0-4, fake punting and shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I think at this point with the Dolphins, you got to, like, spy everything. Yeah, but they're no good. They can run their fake punts that'll go for negative But my yards. point being is, so if you spy it and you get no return because you're protecting it, what do you care? You'll get that. You'll make that first down back in like two but plays. But if the Chargers are in white, at least the Dolphins will look sharp again this week, right? In those aqua jerseys, right, Pat? They look no, really we're gonna good last the, We're going to wear the babies. The, oh, ba- can, um, we, can we have baby blue? Color rush baby blue versus aqua fit? No, but our color rushes are actually some of the real nicer ones. They're the true blues. I like those. Uh, they're actually one of the few they're gems. Not just ugly knockoff I hate black. That, that we took the time here because I really wanted to go. In I a... do like those Dolphins jerseys, though. They, they are do, sharp. They, they do the look throwbacks sharp. are nicer, but. Okay. Can I be really quick with something? Is it about the Chargers? Yes. Sure. There's a, there's a lot of stories that have come out to people that follow, again, that try to put mud on the Chargers and the relocation, which is fair. But right now, Mr. Cronky is upset because Mr. Cronky signed a deal that he doesn't like anymore. Um, let's just rewind the clock here. He buys the Rams. There's a secret plan by the NFL guys at the very, very top new TV deals coming. It's been long enough. We've got to get back into LA. Um, can, can Mark Davis do it? No, he doesn't really have the money. Can Dean Spanos do it? Really? No, he doesn't have the money. We need a white knight. It was Stan Kroenke. Because the state of California won't give anyone a cent and he would move the team and he would build the palace. So there we are. 
Uh, there were longstanding owners like the late Jerry Richardson and a lot of like old school, the hunts, like a lot of the old school people were like, Dean has waited his time. He's played by the rules. He's done everything the league has asked for. We've got to stand by him. We've got to stand by him. In the end, it was a, in the end, the league really turncoated on the chargers and, and what was supposed to be an open ballot was a secret ballot. And a lot of the owners that told Dean to his face, he would, they would vote for him made it a secret ballot and in the dark of night jerry jones said no you've got to if we go into la it has to be done right and we have to have the money and stan can do that so that makes total sense the owners went with that route so then the league had three options the chargers stay sorry the rams in la by themselves uh the chargers and raiders go to la together or the rams go with a partner they were able to get the Raiders into Vegas and they gave Dean the two-year option. You are the first in on LA if you want it to go into Stan's building. They didn't actually think Dean would follow through on that, which is probably pretty stupid because the state of California would never give a cent. Fast forward, that stadium that was supposed to cost $1.9 billion that is going to be the centerpiece of the U.S. Olympic bid that's going to host the World Cup, the WrestleManias, the Final Fours, everything. It'd be the home of the NFL. Basically. Yes, yes. The home, it is going to be the mecca of everything is now approaching $5 billion. Stan is paying for this. Stan is now not happy that his partners in this are not responsible for anything. Stan is not happy that the money, the only money on paper Dean Stanos is obligated to give the Rams is the PSL money. Personal seat licenses, people familiar know in these new fancy stadiums to actually have the rights to own the seat. Like, you have to own the seat before you can buy the tickets. The Chargers have undercut the Rams exponentially because they don't care about the PSL money because they have to give all the PSL money to the Rams for stadium costs. So if you are, say, in L.A. and you like an AFC team or you're just a neutral football fan, you can buy the Rams season's tickets and pay exp exponentially more for a PSL or say, you know what? I like these AFC teams that come in here more. Maybe I'll buy the Charger one. I don't care about the Chargers, but that's my ticket. And like, we're selling these things like PSLs for like a hundred dollars. Like Chiefs fans, Steelers fans, yeah, yeah. they're all just lining up. Yeah. And, if, and, if people and in Buffalo, if people is, in Buffalo is had any money, his, they would do it. Yes. And Kronky is now losing his mind that the Chargers are now getting a freebie. And it's turning into this whole thing that, that the Chargers are, like, ruining it for them. But that's their problem. The Chargers have done nothing wrong. They've lived up to every letter of the agreement that the league signed. His right to L.A. was to have to pay our freight. To get the golden ticket that is L.A. And I don't know. You're the developer. It's your fault that your stadium is $3 billion over overrun. I think the Chargers should go the other way. Pull out of the deal. Remember when they used to have those, when Mankind used to wrestle the undertaker and it'd be like the boiler room brawl it'd be like pre-filmed and everything like that the chargers should just play their game in like a hockey arena with no fans they sure. already do <laughs> uh sure so there uh we are and the rams uh can suck it are you taking the chargers yeah sure. though they're gonna cover this one i feel like they are too they're on three ats though next game dare i say the game of the week Patriots at Bills. The no. Bills, seven points at home. 43 <laughs> is the over-under. I kind of want to go to Buffalo this weekend. It's going to be... I don't want to be there after the game, after they lose, and people are, like, mad. But the pregame for this at Orchard Park is going to be off the hook. It's going to be off. Flaming table power bombs for everyone outside of Orchard Park. You can stop that Walmart, get yourself some nice tables, park on someone's lawn, buy a $5 cap, drink all the Baileys out of the bottle you want, and just get fired up. 
this crowd is going to be amped, and I feel like by the end of the game, they're not going to be so amped. This is a tough one because the pa- the Patriots could look at this one of two ways, and y'all out there could think I'm nuts because there's only one way the Patriots go about performing games. And they could see the Bills as obviously the Bills are the one team that could catch them because the Jets are dead and the Dolphins are the worst ever. So they could just be ready to throat stomp the Bills and just say, let's end it. Let's make our mark in September. Or they're just like, it's sep- whatever. It's yeah. or they're just like, it's September. Let this team play their Super Bowl. And this thing's a merit like over 16. We will catch them. We will pass them. We will have our seating positioning. Sometimes in September, they don't want to go into the fight. I would, like every year, like last no, year no, into Detroit. I, I, I'm curious. Just like, I'm, no, that I'm, game I'm started curious and like the Patriots maybe just Tim don't want to go up. into the fight. Hold today. on. Maybe Tim can look this up as we go, although he's bad at the internet. So maybe Paul has to look but, it up. I don't know. I'd be curious to know what the Patriots record over the past five years, weeks four, five and six are. I feel like this is the season. It seems like at this point, the beginning of October every year, it's like, Oh, Brady's done. He'll never, yeah, so he'll never win a game again. Then they win the Super Bowl. I feel like, like, I don't know. Part of me is like, they're so due just to get, I, you know, even like years ago and the Patriots, I think they just won the Super Bowl and they went to Buffalo. It was like the Bledsoe game. And they just like mop. Like sometimes, and I know there's like 15 examples over the last 15 years of these early games. Last year it was Detroit. Big season. It was a primetime game. They're just like, you can be all intense. Like you're playing in the Super Bowl today. It's like September 28th and we'll see you in four months. Have fun. Yeah, we won't see you, Detroit, but you know, we'll see someone. You know, what I, like, so that's sort of like what I'm worried about. Um, you know, or the Bills start off like a fire cannon, but they're only up nine nothing, and then Brady makes a play and it's nine seven, and you're like, you guys are so screwed. So, Tim, let me ask you, what is because it's going to come down to one of these two things? I feel like the Patriots are pretty banged up. Their offensive I was line, gonna say, yeah. their Patriot, the okay. offensive line is in shambles. Julian Edelman's hurt. Josh Gordon is hurt. They do get James White with baby swag back on their side, which is actually huge for them in this game. Like if Edelman's a hundred percent. That's also huge for them in this game and how to attack this Bills defense. And the Bills defense is, again, probably a top five, top three defense in the league. They'll get to Brady. But does all of that outweigh what Belichick is going to do to Josh Allen? I love Josh Allen. I think he's fantastic. But going but it ain't up against the Giants D, it ain't the Bengals D, and it, it ain't uh, it's, well, the Jets they, they without say, Sam Monod. I, I brought this up, uh, uh, Tim, with Jake on the ranking show that – Belichick will always try to take away your best option. And realistically, on the Bills, who was it, John Brown in the receiving game? Like, it's do you just contain Josh Allen and make him stand in the pocket and throw? Because if he does that, he might throw five picks. Uh, to me, Bill could also just rope-a-dope these guys. Like, let Josh have his way, think he sees something, and then next time, you know, when they play them as the Bills actually become the B team to the team that could be the one to throw them off, um... Then they start throwing their real hammers. But let the Bills think something that isn't true. I I just don't know if the Patriots want to meet the intent. The Bills and their coaching staff and their fans are playing, like, I don't want to say an AFC, like a wild card weekend game. Like, that's what the intensity is in one locker room. And the other locker room, it's September 24, uh, whatever. Yeah, and I'll, we'll see. So, and that could backfire on Buffalo, but I'm give me the seven. I'm taking at, the I'm taking the seven as well. The coin is taking New England. Tim, I'm very curious. After Bills fans were very upset with you for cursing the Bills in their season last week, and uh, people don't have high hopes now that you've jumped on their bandwagon. Were the Patriots at full health this week? 
uh, I might have been tempted to take New England in this game. But <clears throat> given that Edelman will not be 100%, given that Josh Gordon is injured, given that offensive line is not in good shape, and given that I think Buffalo, again, is one of the three or four places in football where, you know, home field seems to matter, I- I'm going to I'm gonna lay the points – uh, sorry, take the points with Buffalo. Uh, I don't know. It, I, I'm expecting that early season still Patriots poor game. It certainly could come here. I wouldn't shock me if the Bills won the game outright. I'm not going to pick that, but I will take Buffalo and the seven, a home dog in division three and oh, I wonder how many times teams start three and oh, have a home game and are getting a touchdown at home. It probably happens very infrequently. So let's, uh, let's take it here. Uh, yes. Bills fan from behind the camera. I uh, efforted the last five years, weeks four, five, six. Uh, they're actually really good. They're oh, really? they're eleven and eleven and three. I'm not a hundred percent that I'm right. They had a bye week one of those years. So, so I feel like one of those losses was against Cincinnati, and everyone was just like, like Brady's that. done. One of them was against Kansas City. Brady's done. I can't remember what the other one is. There's always one. It did Detroit last yeah, year. Eleven and three. Yeah, it was Detroit- that week three? Yeah, that, yeah, it might have been last week. Yeah, because they lost to Jacksonville and Detroit back to back last season. Like I'm, that's the last five years. Yeah. Last five years. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you know perception over what the reality of the facts actually are. But like, do you know how New England covers this game? They win seventeen to three. Oh yeah, they last year they beat the Bills twenty three to three. That's the type of game they're going to win, and they beat them twenty four twelve. The under is definitely the best play on the board here. I think the under is my favorite bet maybe all week is the Patriots Bills under. I don't think this is Put it is on your teaser. Yeah, it's, chuck it on the teaser. Tease it down. Nope. Why not? You can the total you can get that up to 49 and a half. If you say it's your favorite bet outright, why wouldn't you make it 49 I, and a half? Cuz he's got four fine. other games he likes less that he's putting on his teaser. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. It never does. So he's lying is what he's saying. So it's not actually no, his favorite bet of the week. That's <laughs> that's what we're getting at. <laughs> he's just saying stuff to say it. The Bills' D is the big key here. Like, can they turn Brady over enough and score? Because if they do that, they're going to cover. Yeah. It feels like. I guess I, I guess that's what we're betting on here with the Bills plus seven. Uh, Oakland at Indy. This is a real fun game. Uh, minus six and a half. Indy 45 is the over-under. The coin picked New England in that game, by the way. Um, I wish it was seven. I wish it was seven, too, but... Colts 2-0-1 against the spread. What game did they push against the spread? Opening no, they, game against the Chargers. No, they, they covered the Chargers game. There was no, they half. pushed it. Was six. It was I, six. I go off of a certain website. I don't know if I'm allowed to The closing to line say was it. a six, but on our so, record, you could say uh, they were perfect. It's like the Chiefs when were When I three, bet it, it was six and a half. Yeah, but that f- thing was, by game time, it was a six. Right, so, so I re- guess you Realistically, they're... They're yeah, undefeated. I don't really have anyway. anything I like here. I like, plug in my nose. I'm going to take Oakland, Pat, just based on... Yes... Uh, this Colts team, as they're designed now, it seems like it will be just close games. Look at all three of their games. Very close uh, games. Although last weekend got close. What? What was the final score? I guess Atlanta no. got back close. Atlanta came they? back into it. They didn't cover, though. Yeah. Tim was dead on with Oakland, Minnesota. That was you, that, that really should have been your super lock. You had a lot of confidence talking about that game. Yeah, I feel much about that game the way I feel about this game. I like the Colts. Colts are the, the fourth team on my teaser. I don't trust this Raiders team to go out on the road and win a ball game yet. I haven't Raiders seen it. are on the road for 43 days going back to yep, last week. Yeah, they are. Next week, unfortunately, we start start those dumb London games. And then oh, 
we'll have games going on while we do the live show. That'll be fun. Well, I did. That might be at two o'clock. There's only a couple of early London games, and then there's a when couple. When I'm in are- Vegas, week six, the Bucks and Panthers play. So that'll be like six a.m. Cool. You get to stay up all night, and there's football on. Yeah, we got going for a bachelor party. We got a couple of like pods at the Westgate that day, so it'll be real degenerate. That sounds like pain. You guys will be up all night. Yes, we will. And I'll say, last time we were in Vegas for another buddy's bachelor a few years ago, the characters at the Westgate, like you, you, you almost never want to bet again after like seeing these. And they're all betting the ponies, aren't they? It is just in. It's a. My like our buddies that come that get into it that like aren't really into football like they are just taken aback by like the level of degeneracy. Yes, like the type. Oh, of- I, I know the people. <laughs> It'd be like really sad versions yes. of Cam who who are there. Like Cam's <laughs> fun and super positive, even when he's losing. He's super. Yeah, positive. but wait till he's like has a two and seven morning. <laughs> I I've I've had to do live shows way back in the day, Sunday shows with Cam. And yeah. Yeah. So here's the case for Oakland in this game that Jacobs is healthier this week because he clearly was not last week and he was dealing with an illness. He had lost 10 pounds during the week. They can establish the run. Uh, The Colts have the third worst run defense through three weeks. Maybe they can slow the game down a little bit. And as we've seen with Indy, they probably won't have T.Y. Hilton in this game. And they're very content with throwing short passes and running the ball a bunch. It could be just be one of those games where they're never in danger of actually losing, yet they don't win by a touchdown. And you know what, what I think can go into that? The Colts play the Chiefs next week, who are now the big, big man on campus, especially in the American Football Conference. Regardless, don't take offense, Patriot fan. That's just how it is. They will anyway. Don't worry. The Patriots will be in the AFC Championship versus a team likely the Chiefs, but Maybe. the Chiefs are yeah. like kind of, are they not? It's Patriots and Chiefs one too. They're the two best teams. Yeah, in the unless league. they, yeah, but you know, a team like Baltimore is exactly the type of team that would beat the play, the Patriots. And sure, Baltimore. whatever. We'll get there when we get times. there. But like, I don't know this love affair with how amazing you know he's the coolest guy in football, and I'm not saying he isn't because he is Mahomes. Well, no, Minshew Walk is the coolest. Sure, guy in I'm just saying, and like, yeah. Um, power league power rankings, the Chiefs would be ahead of the Patriots. That's not like pick to win the Super Bowl, but so again, the Colts have that game on deck. Really? I, I we do the power rankings every on every Monday show. The Patriots are the number one team. Their defense hasn't given up a touchdown yet. Okay. Yeah, I think I would rank the Chiefs one, Cowboys two, Patriots three. The Patriots haven't played anybody yet. You know, Ooh, we'll, we'll... Hey, but Dallas has. Dallas hasn't played anybody great, but they played, you know, they played fine. You know, they beat the Redskins. They beat the Giants. Giants look like maybe they're halfway decent. And then they, uh, they won last week against the Dolphins, which you had to do. Like, I don't know. I just think there's more, a little more talent on the Dallas side than the Patriots. I, I, the Patriots. I, I like that he's giving credit to Dallas for beating the Dolphins, but not the Patriots for beating the Dolphins. You know, the Patriots had to be, they also had to play the Jets. Like, they, the the, the, the Patriots got to play the two worst teams in football, and uh, the Chiefs at least have played decent teams. I, I don't know how in this world one could not put the Chiefs one. The Chiefs have beaten the Ravens and the Patriots, Cowboys, Packers, whoever else you wanted to put up there haven't, haven't beaten anybody that good. Oh, well, the Packers beat the Bears. I probably would have the Packers ahead of the Patriots right now, truth be told. Whatever. Would you, Jeff? I don't know. I, I'm upset I even like said it because it's week three and all this stuff works itself out like naturally. You mean the standings will eventually dictate what happens? Yes. Thank we'll get you. to a playoff and yeah. these teams will play. Like, each other? yes, they're teams that haven't played the competition you want, but that all it it's inevitable. I don't know. So Oakland, Oakland for you and I, Indy. I don't Indy. love it. 
and I wish it was seven, and I think maybe it could get he, to seven. Here's the biggest problem. It probably will get to seven. The Raiders think. on the road, the Raiders now, everything, the Raiders. I, I made a pretty startling admission on Twitter the other night that I saw the movie Black Knight with Martin Lawrence twice in theaters. Um, I'm not proud of that. I also watched a lot of that Raiders-Minnesota game last week, and Derek Carr is horrible. Like, truly, truly horrible. Do you want, what? He looks like he's going to get his receivers and or running backs injured on every pass that he throws. Okay, well, at least he's not Joe Flacco, who looks like he's going to get injured on every At least play. he's taking responsibility trying to get hurt. Derek Carr is trying to pass the buck <laughs> okay, on the front. Fair enough. But no Malik Hooker in this game. We're not sure if Darius Leonard's going to be back. I think that they want to slow the pace of this game down. That's how they want to play now with Jacoby Brissett, not Andrew Luck. I think that it just plays into other teams potentially covering with them once they get to too large of a spread. It's a lot like the Bills thing from last week. And the worst thing almost that could happen to the Bills in that Patriots game is what happened to them against Cincinnati last week. They get up by 10 points. Then they legit don't know what to do. They are so comfortable playing from behind. And their offense actually looks good when they're playing from behind. But once they revert into, oh, God, we have to protect the lead, they don't know what to do. And they just, it turns out horribly. So I'm going to take Oakland here. Tennessee and Atlanta. Who do they play in England next week, Tim? Darn it. I was just looking at it. Uh, Next week, they are home to the Bears. And it's thankfully, it's at... It's a 2 o'clock game, even though it's in London. Thank goodness. No early game. You're up at 6 a.m. anyway. I don't like it. You know, I don't, we'll talk about it next week. Because it cuts into your meet the press time? Yes. yes and yeah, that various. Yeah. It's, it's a big part. week. It's a big week for meet the press. Is it? Is Trump <laughs> on? I, I don't know. Apparently, as we're recording, he's they're, they're filing impeachment papers. Oh, come on. That's never going to happen. I'm just saying. With, wait, listen. I was listening to... Uh, by the way, real bad look if you finally, after like the 30th thing that happens, you file the papers, and then it doesn't work. It just makes you look like idiots. And it's going to embolden his side, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's how, yeah. You, you better be sure if you're actually going to do this, which I guarantee you they are not. Listen, I was listening to those news channels coming in on the uh, Sirius XM, and it seemed like it was go time. Oh, you're listening to the fake news media? No, bad idea. Even, even the real news. Well, never mind. I think we should hook Tim up with a camera and a microphone. I feel like there's a void that has been left by Alex Jones that Tim could fill. I, I don't want to go there. Okay. I disagree. That's terrible. Because, yeah, that's uh, he's, yeah. I, Tim doesn't pedal in that sort of stuff. Yeah, but given the right audience, he could. <laughs> no. no. It wouldn't start that way. But, oh, uh, Tim says some pretty crazy things. That, like, you know those 5% of people that vote in his polls for him? Imagine if that was like a million people and the crazy shit he would say that. I'm really, Tim, this doesn't make me elite. The whole No, no. We'll get there later? No, not yet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> not yet. Sorry. Okay, I better make a note. This time and not tell me where we're going. <laughs> you better have all your notes prepared to filibuster because it's not good for you. <laughs> That's a tease. In the biz, we call it a tease. Tim, you're going to have to learn all these tricks of the trade. The teases, the throw to breaks when you have your, your own solo conspiracy podcast. But it's just about how people are out to get you, just not in general. Which people I know you think people are out to get you. Tennessee and Atlanta. 
You made the case to me before the show, Jeff, that this is one of your favorite games on the board. The Falcons are favored by four. Uh, the total is 46. I feel like stealing everything you said because you feel exactly the same way I do, but I'll let you take it. Tennessee feels to me like they are designed to bully this type of finesse roster construction that is the Atlanta Falcons. All week, Pat, I feel like I have, uh, or sorry, I'll show whether it be the Cleveland pick. I could probably find another one or no, the next game we'll talk about. But overreaction to an ugly primetime loss, extra time to prepare. Uh, Mike Vrabel is willing to, he said he's willing to chop off his dick. They're going to, they will own the trenches in this game. The Titans plus four, a guaranteed real money bet for me on a very short list of games I really like. So could end up being my super lock. Uh, Titans minus four to just bully, bully Atlanta all over the field. Uh, For the second consecutive year, Keanu Neal is out for the season you worry that the finesse part and the high explosive play of the falcons could just overwhelm yeah and Tennessee. if they but get down two scores they're, probably they're, they're in big trouble but i don't think it gets there i don't trust this falcon group one bit they they the only game they've won this year was a spot game like a, a sunday nighter at home that if Aguilar doesn't drop it that anyway. all the injury yeah it was just the eagles got in a bad spot uh atlanta off a really ugly week one game coming home for prime time that's all I've seen is they barely want a spot game. Uh, so Tennessee, Tennessee big, Tennessee outright. Yeah, like even when you look at like the offensive lines, like Tennessee currently has the worst offensive line in the league per adjusted sack rate. But a lot of that just has to do with Jacksonville sacking Mariota every time he dropped back. Like just a touch of creativity from Tennessee. Maybe a play action on first down. Maybe once, once during the game. That's a touchdown. Because everyone is selling out to stop Derrick Henry because you run it with him on first down every single time let's do something differently and this could be a game where Corey davis gets off the mat tim's buddy hump daddy he can do some work here maybe a nice showcase for aj brown as well that they have enough talent here that i think they can keep it close and i would say this is the classic game where atlanta just wins by a field goal they don't cover the game but this is tennessee they always have stupid scores so i'm gonna say atlanta wins but they only win by two because tennessee will miss an extra point or something sure, like that sure but uh, the coin likes atlanta tim i bet you you like atlanta no, I'll be very brief. I don't like either of these teams much right now. The Titans have had extra time coming off the short week. Uh, and I'm just going to, I think four points is a little bit too much. So I'll take the Titans. All right. Last game of the early slate. I don't even want to spend too much time on this. Redskins at Giants. Giants are favored by two and a half points. 49 is the over under. If you want to bet this game and you want to be on the side of Pat Mayo and I assume Jeff Feinberg and I, Going to assume Tim as well. I, I feel like this is a perfect style game where all three of us tend to agree, and we tend to be right about these sorts of things. Just give this some more time. Everyone's going to steam the Giants. This might even get up to three and a half. The Redskins are equally as good as the Giants. The Giants are not as good as they looked last week. And don't forget that they were down by 18 points in that game, and Tampa Bay is just stupid. And not saying and the Redskins are... And their star running back is now out? Yes, and... Now there's a week of film on Daniel Jones as well to see what he does well and what he doesn't do well, what his tendencies are. And maybe the Redskins aren't the team to take advantage of that, but I don't think the Case Keenum is going to have as much difficulty with the Giants defense as he did with the Bears defense. I I like Washington plus two and a half. I agree. It took late into the one o'clock card for me to get to the games that I actually want to bet on. I can't wait to bet the Giants this week. I look forward. Oh, you like the Giants? Oh, sorry. The, 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 the Redskins. Uh, you're 100% right, Pat. Uh, I think this gets to three, although I want to say for all the games with the primetime overreaction, 
Vegas is Vegas is baiting that giant money. Oh yeah, because they want, every they other want game, that giant the money. Titans, the every team that got their ass whipped in primetime last week, we saw the advanced spreads like really move, really move. Um, not here. The Redskins got thoroughly cracked last night, and and the books and I thought we could get like out of the gate, get the numbers we want. Um, but it makes me confident that Vegas is like, no, you you keep bet bet the Giants. We are not altering the line based on the primetime game. You all can believe in the Giants. I like the Redskins a lot. So do I. A lot. I like they're on. They'll they'll make my super seven this week. I don't know if I'm going to super lock them in, but. The one hesitation that I have is maybe Daniel Jones is just really good. Now, I don't necessarily believe that. It's one week, and he did a lot of it just by running around in the backfield when against Tampa Bay's defense. And again, not to say the Redskins are significantly better, if at all, better than the Bucks' defense. But the Bucks' defense does one thing really well, as we'll get to here after, in the late set of games, they stop the run. And they were shutting down Barkley. They just couldn't account for a quarterback that ran. I think with a week of film and realistically analyzing these tendencies, because Daniel Jones for half that game looked god-awful and couldn't make a throw and was making poor decisions, that I think that the defense of the Redskins is going to be equipped enough to take advantage of that. And Case Keenum, I mean, he's not going to look as bad as he did in the first half on the Monday Nighter. Even if he looks as good as he did in the second half, that's going to be good enough against the Giants' defense, isn't it? Yes. All right. Coin also likes Washington, by the way. We've reached the midway point. We're through. Do you know the, who le- the Redskins, sorry, uh, their team leader in rushing yards for the season is is like AP at like 67 yards total through three games? Oh, Tim, is it an AP week or not an AP week? Because it feels like an AP week. It is most certainly an AP <laughs> week. Now, yeah, that ruins the SEO value of it. I was going to mention it on the live show. Yeah, but there's no SEO value for that show because it only has a one-hour shelf life. Yeah, but if people saw the icon of AP before the uh, yeah, for the show, then they would know. Oh, he's going to talk about AP. You, you realize that if uh, if people see AP, the SEO value would go towards the Associated Press. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know because you don't know what SEO is. I know. Do you? Do you know what it is? Yes, of course I do. All right. We're at the midway point here. Jeff, would you finally like to bring this up, please? Mr. Elite <laughs> no. Jeff? No. I, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, yeah. You cannot turn this back on me or people who agree with me being you mean elite. Sensible people? Taking home like toast from the restaurant is, is that looks like a homeless move. So here's the thing I can see if you have extra, I don't know who goes out to like brunch or breakfast and has extra. Like, what are you going to, if you go for breakfast and you go for like the hash browns, the eggs, the toast, the pancakes, the sausage, the ham, the whatever, I mean, you're probably pretty hungry and hungover. You're eating that entire thing. I don't know who's bringing anything home with them, but I, I could see the toast being thrown in if you had extra, but you're not eating it when you get home. And definitely not putting it in the microwave and eating it, Tim. Well, I'm putting the whole thing in the microwave. But you're eating the toast that you put in the microwave. Toast sucks six minutes into a meal. Eh, I don't mind it. I think it t- it's not as good as when it comes right out of the toaster. Sure. But we're ta- okay, here's the thing. But I'm like, not some elitist that can just afford to throw my yeah, money yeah, away. When you're I not per- throwing anything away. You're talking about a slice of bread. You buy your loaf of Wonder Texas toasts, man. If For $1.50. If I bought it, it's mine, and I will have it. <laughs> no, man, no. Like, th- this is truly one of the <laughs> lowest things you can do. Well, once like, again, al- al- also, <laughs> also, 
You know what might be even worse than going home and microwaving toast to eat later <laughs> from breakfast as leftovers? <laughs> Bringing home eggs and reheating them. Like, eggs what? are low-key. And especially because toast takes a minute and a half to make. Eggs take less than that. You can have brand new stuff and not subject yourself to living like a hobo. I don't even know if that's a hobo move. Well, when you said that it would get no response in the poll, it was well over into double digits, people who were on No, my those team. are sick. I, I'm you know, disgusted. No, no, I'm Tim, Tim, Tim doesn't understand this. Is the they just vote to Yeah, like, they know that being on Tim's side leads to him believing this stuff and him espousing more crazy ideas. Like, no yes, one actually that's believes what's going this. On. That's yeah. not awkward. <laughs> awkward that people vote for the things they agree with. No, saying, they, no Tim, they do not. Where they're voting against their interests to pump up my tires to yes. get me to say yes, yes, yes. I think that is nonsense. I think people are just voting the way their conscience dictates. You and live like a common homeless person. No, the fact that you're I not live. addicted to heroin blows my mind. <laughs> I live like the average Joe. No, that is who I am. It's done. The jig is up. It's no, over. It's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I you're not man of any people. You're not. Well, you brush your teeth with bottled water. Water from a cooler, not bottled water. Okay, so you, 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 you brush your teeth with bottled water. You boil your water for ice cubes so, so it's pure all the way through. Yet you bring home soggy toast from a restaurant and reheat yeah, it in the microwave what? and eat it. You heat it up and then you slather a bunch of marmalade on it and you're good to go. Oh, Don't worry no. about it. It's so wet and gross already, man. Oh, what? Whatever. And think about the and think about the places that you go to to get food. It's not like you're getting high quality bread. That's not true. Like bringing bread home. Okay, like if you do takeout. Uh, yeah, prop popular restaurant people could relate to. Obviously, Tim wouldn't be able to. But say like Cheesecake Factory, I really like their like uh, black bread. Okay, and you do takeout. I'll ask them to like put some of that in. That's normal, right? Or cheddar, cheddar like, you know the bed, is, yeah. is, it, is it toasted? No, it's no. the bread that they would put on yeah. the table it, before you eat. Look, but I bring it, the breadsticks home from ESM. The fuck is ESM? Inside Mario's. I bring the breadsticks back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> are, the, are, are those, those are all-you-can-eat breadsticks, so you're taking all-you-can-eat oh. breadsticks and, like, Bringing more food okay, home than you're actually allotted. That's like crazy. If you are, say, bringing home like half your pasta and there's like two breadsticks left in the bin. It, it gets thrown you in. You throw it in. Sure. If you want to do I'm it. I'm not throwing it out anyway. You're talking about actually bringing home toast. Yeah, no. Yeah. Everyone knows what we're talking about. You're wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. It is. Clearly, one in nine people disagree with no, you. No, they so don't. I can't that I'm one. not even buying it. I don't even buy it. I would say it. that 5% of people probably agree with Tim because maybe, I mean, not a lot of homeless people have Twitter, but like deranged people have Twitter, so they're probably voting for him. The rest are just like troll votes. Honestly, homeless people wouldn't even want your, like, they Well, I mean, there's even... not a whole lot of leftovers in the homeless community, in fairness. No, you get but some like, food, you the pound food that, into that like, people would give them, like, I'm taking my leftovers and you realize, oh, I got to go somewhere else. Here, have, like. Here, just, have some soggy uh, toast and some hour-old eggs. Yeah, well, I mean, you can go ahead. Like, Happy Gilmore's caddy wouldn't even eat the toast. That's fine. 
You can be as bougie and elitist no, as you want. No, no, There's no, nothing wrong, bougie or elite. Wrong, there, there's wrong, a difference between wrong, wrong. not being low and being bougie. No, this is, be, this is this is yeah. being low. Yeah, this is being low. Yeah, no, this is being no. unintentionally low-grade. Guys is standing on some moral hill of not wasting. Who, and he wastes everything. Like, the, the <laughs> fact that you'll die on the hill of not, like, put, take, like taking two pieces of bread from your loaf and, and just toasting it when you want toast. No, you're wrong. Like it, you're this wrong. is this is like in the same vein as like this is low. Just like thinking spaghettios is Italian food is low. It is an awesome lunch. Do you think it's Italian food? Well, I mean, I suppose if one were to categorize it, yes, I suppose one would have to. Yes, from behind the camera. I really think on the the ESM, as Tim would say, um, we're bearing the lead here. This is all you can eat breadsticks. They have all you can eat salad, all you can eat soup. Tim is bringing home thing. You're supposed to eat the food in the restaurant. You're not supposed to bring in all you can eat stuff back home with you. Yeah, but if I've already got it on my plate, again, I'm going to say that if he has like some of his Italian, say pasta entree left, or no, no, you go I there with five meal, get a second meal free. You get your free meal, and you just wrap the whole free meal up. If you had to rank, like, where does Eastside Mario's? That's like the a higher end restaurant for you, right? middle of the road it, it's like, a it, it's a low-end restaurant it's actually very good no it's not it, it's like it's like saying like applebee's is a very no, average restaurant in the downtown core of major canadian cities it's not some you, you, you realize that you find crappy restaurants everywhere because they have it's just like the when chains, i well when like i was in time. yeah when i was in Reykjavik, they had a hard rock cafe you know who went there no one tim would oh, go i there. love hard rock cafes They're exactly cool. you'd be like oh I'm, I'm in a scandinavian country where should i go oh the hard rock cafe that's what i would do yeah, exactly. We so are, they have to have. They, there is a market for crappy restaurants for people like you. We had. I, we have a friend who's currently in Australia, and every conversation I've had with him there are just about what kind of things do they have at McDonald's, and what is the DC like there, and things of that nature. That, that's all we're chatting about. Yeah, and of course he's in Australia, and he's going to McDonald's, and he's having everything that he would get back here. Also, because I know this person quite well, I've been to his house. How does he eat, Tim? unconventionally so most of the time when you go over to this specific person's house who tim is talking about um you will just find open peanut butter jars with spoons in them and that's all he's eaten for the entire day or if if you or if you tim if you open his oven what's in the oven bunch of empty pizza boxes that's it those are the two things he eats love that now he likes pad thai as well chicken fingers (laughs) he eats like a seven-year-old me too Yes, Paul. Uh, he was saying that uh, Eastside Mario's very big in major cities. Closest ones are in the suburbs of here. There was one that was de- in downtown Toronto. That is permanently closed. Yeah, it closed so. a while ago. The one on Front Street by the Dome. Oh, I did see that. Uh, Toronto- I don't want to. Well. Toronto is now the ninth most expensive city in the world to go out for a date night. Oslo is number one. You want to know something? I wouldn't know. You don't go on date nights anymore? <laughs> I can't even. Well, you're talking about you're talking about doing the peanut butter on your pizza and eating chicken fingers. So, oh, I wouldn't do that. I just like pizza, not peanut butter on my pizza. I just mean I can't even remember the last time like me and my wife stepped out of the house. Oh, you guys should go to Biblos Uptown. My friend runs that place. It's excellent. I'm, I I can't shareables, wait. Tim. I'll, when you come up, I'll bring you there. I can't wait to go. We can go order like seven mini anywhere. plates. It'll be excellent. 
My, I got to defend him in saying my wife, who's very, can be very, like, um, hoity with, like, food and, and restaurants and likes things, you know, highly recommended or, like, when we'll go away somewhere, like, we'll go to the places, like, you'll look up, like, places like, uh, like, that her, like, favorite, like, chefs like or whatever. But sure. she loves Eastside Mario's, the genericness of it. It Like, I don't know. Tomato pasta that's so good. It's so I, I don't go though. She goes and the great thing about it is that they'll it put as much Parmesan cheese on until you tell them to stop. Yeah, that's called every Italian restaurant, man. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know about that. And what about the balsamic and vinegar? Yeah, how's no, your how, that. how's your malt vinegar and canola? Oh, did you see canola oil got ander cursed? Apparently, it leads to dementia by a new study. So I think Tim might already be there. I don't know. Anyways, no, you you are dead wrong on this toast thing. You're you're wrong. There's no well, coming back from it. Double digit supported me, so I, I feel vindicated. I don't understand how that's how you feel vindicated. If you say you're a man, if you're a man of the people and an overwhelming majority vote against you, how does that make you a man of the people? I actually agree with him that getting that much vote would be like for such an insane thing would be flattering. That's sad. It's sad that people are putting air in his tires f- just to build to hear up. the next crazy take. That's all it is. Like, what was your favorite Starburst color? Yellow. <sighs> Does anyone like yellow Starburst? Jeff? Everybody. I don't like. I like all Starburst. Sure, but like, if you had, to, if they only sold it by one color, would it ever be yellow? Do you want to know? They do sell it red. They do sell in like the states, like red only bags. I've never seen a yellow only bag. Yeah, because it's terrible. Heating up your toast in the microwave. Whoa. That is as low. That is as low grade. Like you've done a lot of disgusting things, which like can question your taste buds. But this is like homeless low grade. Well, you're wrong. No the people. Are no, the people don't seem to be with you. Can't wait for what, what take is next. We do have a game next. It's Seattle and Arizona. Arizona. Right. Getting, getting five points at home. 48 is the over-under. I kind of like the over in this game. I do, too. But Seattle has to win this game, right? After losing last week and just – they didn't even look all that badly bad last week, but a fumble return for a touchdown, a punt return for a touchdown. They yeah, if they want to keep pace in the division where the Niners are 3-0, the Rams are 3-0, yeah, like losing this game in division would be – incredibly injurious to their opportunities to either run it, take a run at the division or even be a genuine, genuine wildcard contender. So yeah, I, I think they've got to have, this is not one they can let wriggle off the hook and I don't think they will. I, I'm going to take uh, the Seahawks in this game. Jeff. I'll take Arizona. I actually think the line's a little high. Really? I don't love it. I think Seattle, the, the dream is dead that I thought was going to happen last year. It's going to happen. And it's happening hard. I mean, Seattle sucks. There's a lot. I know they have the miracle man at quarterback, but by a, by a lot of important metrics, this team is fucking bad. But they were bad last year. I and know they still ended up making the playoffs because they have Russell Wilson, who's awesome. Is yeah. Kyler Murray as awesome as Russell? Wilson? I don't think they're five point road favorites almost versus anybody right now. That isn't like the Dolphins or Jets. It's an interesting matchup only because Seattle wants to play so slowly. 
and run the ball over and over and over, whereas Arizona just wants to pass, pass, pass and play at a high-octane offense. I think it's a, just a weird, like, stylistic matchup, and I'll take the better quarterback. I'll take Seattle to cover. What answer are they going to have for Walt Disley, Tim? <laughs> Such a great name. Tampa Bay at the Rams. Rams favored by 10 at home over under is 50 in this matchup. I can't make heads or tails of this game. I'm going to flip the coin and see what the coin has to say. The coin likes Tampa Bay on the road. Tampa, they're going to be able to shut down Gurley. They're going to be able to shut down the running game. Now you're at, and the Rams, the problem is the Rams play so much better at home. We know they can beat them through the passing game that I'm very torn on this. It feels like if they can run the ball with any sort of success, because you know they're going to try. By the way, Tim, Bruce Arians is a very bad coach. Well, he certainly was not a very good coach on Sunday. We'll say that much. But they should not be laying 10 points, the Rams, who, while they have been able to win three games, they haven't looked dominant in any of them. That is somewhat concerning. Don't expect the Rams to lose this game at the Coliseum by any means. But, like, the Buccaneers are not so bad that they should be a 10-point dog so I, I just think the, the, the line is out of whack. Uh, I don't know how you get to the line and, and lay 10 with the Rams right now against the Bucks, who have you know the, the, the capacity to score from depth and, uh, and, and score in bulk. So Buccaneers on the very short list for, for Super Locks for me this week, and I, I'm definitely going to take them. Uh, the biggest matchup nightmare in this game potentially is that Tampa has, at least through three weeks, had the fourth worst offensive line in football and the Rams have one of the better defensive lines in football that if you put that sort of pressure on Jameis, then, you know, maybe you don't need to do all the scoring. Maybe Jameis will just do some of the scoring for you. That's a real possibility. And if there gets to a situation where, I mean, the delay of game to push them back, Jeff, for a longer field goal is pretty ridiculous as is, but it's not as egregious as, trying to ice the game running the ball when you can't run the ball for no specific reason and not trying to score a touchdown to win that game. Like when that, your kicker has missed three extra points. Like it's, it blows my mind that. Is it a lack of trust in the quarterback to execute those plays at that time? It, it, like it must not to be. make a silly boneheaded How do you mistake? trust that kicker? Why, why is he your starting quarterback at that point? I, you're, I'm not, I, I don't know. So I'm going to take the Rams. I'm with Tim. This could be a super lock. Uh, Give me Tampa. You do have to plug your nose, but I think there's so much hate for Tampa and love for the Rams. This thing is a, is it's a key number that it shouldn't, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't hit 10. It's hit 10. The Rams, the Rams, the Rams are very good, um, but they haven't really been tested. You got to plug your nose with Jameis because it can get bad and it can turn. But I think uh, 10 points is plenty. And the Rams play on Thursday night. I think they could even be in Seattle. Hmm, that's, so that's a fun game. I believe that is exactly right. I so I, I'll just ride Tampa, good. keep it close, be pretty surprised if they win. But I don't know. They could backdoor this thing too. Ten is ten's a key number. Big, 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 uh, big that it, it's this high. So ten. I, I would even start looking at alternate spreads for this game because if the Rams cover the ten, they're not going to win by eleven. They're going to win by like thirty. Sure. And because it, it just turns into Jameis throwing pick sixes everywhere. And I think there will be enough pressure on. And because the run defense is so good with the Buccaneers that maybe the Rams get away from just running Gurley up the gut for nothing and just turn to the passing game and 
march all over Tampa here. So I'm the only one. I'm on the Rams Island here, minus 10 at home. Jacksonville at Denver. Denver. Do I have this right? Minus three at home? Yeah, minus yeah, three at home. You are right. That's pretty surprising. I like Denver, but I thought we could get a pick em. I'm dumb enough to think Jacksonville with the sick primetime game. Coming Denver off a long week. People just in looks on horrible. Walk. So I'm surprised it's this high, but I'm not going to get off it. But oh my God, is Denver some kind of shit? Yeah, like, that's I, why I can't possibly take them here. I got to take the Jags. I think this Denver team is secretly just like as Flacco bad. could die. Um... If these Jaguars don't kill him this week, Bosa could kill him next week. I know. We've seen, a, like, he is literally on the, I'm not, like, making a bold statement because we've seen this happening, and we're all sort of surprised that Elway, you know, sort of was so confident in this acquisition and what it could potentially do. Uh, but it is, he's as bad as any quarterback I see play. Hut gets called, and there is just there is just no life. There's yep. no life. You're just hoping he doesn't get severely injured. That's literally how I felt watching uh, the Packer game. It's like just don't turn it over almost. Even take the sack and kill 40 seconds. But don't turn it over. Um, here, here are some really surprising things from this game. So I'm going to take Jackson. Denver doesn't have a freaking sack yet. So here's the That's thing. That's insane. Denver last in adjusted sack rate, so the, get, generating the fewest or the least amount of pressure of any team. Jacksonville's like number in football. two. Or Jacksonville is number one in adjusted sack rate, and a lot of that had to do with last Thursday night with getting to Mariota. Sure. But also Denver bottom five in the league in offensive line adjusted sack rate. So it's the one of bottom five team going up against a number one team. This is bad. Just, I'll take Jacksonville, hold my nose. I can see Denver winning this game. I see this game coming off the three, like to a two and a half or yeah. two. So I'll take Jacksonville. Uh, and I'd Jacksonville. say Elway, although, you know, he's famous for blowing one of the better deals in the history of sport by being offered ownership stake. Uh, instead, he wanted like some 30 million cash. Ownership stake. Can you get that at Ponderosa, Tim? Or Stakenstein? Ponderosa doesn't exist anymore, but it was fantastic. He was so low. But again, any no, strawberry bananas that were to die for. No one has more of a free pass to fuck up in all of football than this guy. As I've said, for maybe going on to two years on that show, the in perpetuity of that franchise and the estate of the ownership of it essentially just leaves him in control with no one to fire him because no one is in charge. It is a really ugly story to people that like following uh, the behind the scenes stories of NFL ownerships when um, the guy that owned the team died and people that like intriguing stories upon very wealthy families who hate each other. Hmm. All right. Succession. It's the best thing I'm watching these days. I like Succession. I don't know if it's great, though. I got to say, I just tuned into it's like sort of a like season en- two. It's sort of like Entourage for like banking people. Sure. Or people that are, yeah. Into fair. poop play? No. Or people that are like very wealthy and their family doesn't like each other. Yeah. Like I find. That was what Dallas was all about. It's made on like a higher level production wise. And it's far more serious than Billions. But I like Billions more. Billions is and- far more fun. And I got to say something about Succession is I got kind of caught myself watching a recent episode mm-hmm. before seeing anything. It was like, oh, like this show's really good. I'm going to go back. It's a tough three three episode watch to start off with. 
Sure, but I'm into that. That, to me, I'm like, I give shows the benefit of the doubt that they're just building the characters. And if it hits off, those three episodes are worth, like, The Wire. I'm not comparing it to The Wire, but you got to yeah, sit it, through a, a lot. It's a you gotta burn. You got to sit through a lot before you can really start to enjoy the dots. But I saw, like, 25 minutes of it and knew I had to go back and watch. But in the 25 minutes, I was blown away by a character. And then I see the character is, like, critically acclaimed for how awesome it is. He is, and it makes sense. That, that cousin Greg. I like cousin Greg. I am so Tim could be a cousin Greg. <laughs> yeah, he is he an alien? He is not Greg an alien. He is not Greg is not an alien, no. But he could be an alien. Like I the suppose. first scene I saw is cousin Greg. Like he was acted beautifully. Like the like uh goes to the younger, cooler, uh, richer cousin, like uh trying to like uh do some of the cocaine with him in the washroom. It was really funny. Tim is all in. I kept seeing the commercial. Now I can't even remember. I was gonna. Tim's still in on the Good Doctor, but uh, I've never watched an episode. I want to say Jury Rests, Case Closed, some new show. Oh, where the lady is the judge. Yeah, that looks so good. That's what I thought. All right, ri- there's some real. All shit. rise. That's what it's called. All some rise. real yeah, I'm shit. I'm definitely gonna give that a chance. No, I spoke about this last week. The network lineup is as as bad as it's ever been. Well, Tim, I don't like to judge books by their cover. I'm going to give them an opportunity. Have you? Oh, uh, let me guess. You you're, you're getting ready to watch Bob Hart's Abby Shola. What is <laughs> that? What what is that? I only know of these things because I watch football. Uh, you watch it with the sound on. That's your problem. I can just like turn my head during. Tim, are you going to watch that? I don't know. We'll see. It depends <laughs> if it conflicts with other stuff. Oh, God. What's the one that I saw? I did see a commercial for one. He's like a Kevin James-esque character. Yeah, Bob loves Abby Shola. Oh, that's yeah, what the, that's that's the that's one. What He's that's like called. the Kevin James character. I don't yeah. know what brings him into the hospital. Funny. but that's, that, I, I can assure you that's not funny. I get, I get, From like the preview, it seems like this Kevin James guy wakes up in the hospital and he falls in love with his African yeah. nurse and they live happily ever after. Show. We'll see. And I guess it's sort of like going to play off the it's 2019 like Kevin James guy can marry an African girl. Like, I don't like it. Just like I, I don't know, man. There's not a chance that thing's are, on are, in season three. Are I you, promise. Are you. are you saying it's woke for people that aren't woke? Sure. It just allows the Tims of the world to feel woke by watching it. I don't know. Is Jerry Stiller going to be like the father-in-law? Well, he has to be. Is he still alive? <laughs> the show's... I, think, I think Jerry is still with us. Yes. I mean, Ray Romano could be the dad at this point. He's I... pretty old. I hope people weren't talking about King of Queens when it debuted the way I feel about Bob Hart. I'm, I'm sure they were. Because that show's a legend. That, like, show that, is show is... that show is awful. No, it is. That's almost like no, saying Friends is super that... funny. No, no I hate cool. friends. But do not be smirched. Fr- friends, like I don't like friends. Friends is objectively better than King of Queens. Sure, no, but different. Oh my god, Tim, are, were you a Yes Dear fan? Yes, I was. I love that show too. Ha- have you guys not it. been like? Have you guys not been Fleabag yet? No. no, my wife and I spent a good two nights and just watched both seasons. And I'm not gonna lie, I kind of just found out that that show existed because it won all the Emmys. And it's the lady I who did about Killing Eve, who Emmys. I absolutely adore. How, you, how you guys just never heard of Fleabag? This is why I watch award shows to get in tune with the popular culture. Um, oh. normally I'm aware, but I'm not gonna lie. The last like year and a bit, shows have been harder for me. Well, newborn, young yeah, child. there's just a lot of things. But 
Yeah, it's but a, that's one that's like, now Fleabag's on. actually hilarious, and it's a very quick watch. But I also want to say I feel like television comedy is like hard. It's hard for me to like comedies on TV. I feel like really, yeah. Oh, if you haven't gone back and done it, if you haven't watched Happy Endings, just go back and binge Happy Endings as well. How that show never made it past three seasons is stunning to me. The Ben Stiller show. Oh, Ben Stiller show. Emmy winner, Tim. Part of the popular culture. Trash show. I mean, television just needs more shows about police, lawyer, doctors that don't play by the rules. Well, what if they're not based in Chicago? Can Can you have them then? Like Jim Rockford. For once, I want a cop who doesn't play by the rules. Well, that was Jim Rockford's whole thing in the Rockford Files. Like, they should reboot that. I'm making a joke. Every single freaking show is about those exact three premises. A lawyer, a doctor, a cop who doesn't play by the rules. Tim plays by the rules. Too much. Yeah. All rise. That's why he's in. Minnesota at Chicago. I don't know what to do with that one. Yeah, two and a half. I can make this simple. Kirk Cousins against that defense. TKO. Give me the Bears. I'm with them. I like the Bears too, minus two and a half. Making a round. A round? Well, we'll see what the coin says. The coin also likes Chicago. Yeah, I mean, they're not getting the full. I don't love it. Mike Zimmer with Why aren't they getting the full three at home? Mike Zimmer with an extra day even to prepare than the coach he's playing to me is worth something. So that does scare me. But I I don't know. Give me Anthony Barr should be back for this game. Like, if Dalvin Cook's not going to pick up six yards of carry, I'm curious to see how effective the Vikings are. They're going to look like they did in week two when they were awful. Yeah. If Kirk Cousins has to throw more than 25 times, they lose. Is yep. how this is turning out. Dalvin Cook better have 200 yards rushing or they're done. Now, he can because he's been excellent. Oh, he's amazing. He's their only hope. Oh. He's their Luke Skywalker in this game. Uh, Dallas at New Orleans, Sunday nighter. Game of the week. This is not the game of the week with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Like the it Saints, is, the Saints are going to win, and the Saints are going to win comfortably. They're not. Dallas is going to smoke New Orleans and New Orleans. Nope. New Orleans is bad. They were bad last week, yet somehow they beat Seattle off. Do you know my the, the theory that I come with? The good teams with the bad quarterbacks, and he's 3-0 and this year, first game. I'd say the Colts. Well, the Steelers are not. You're right. The Steelers. Now, now you're putting retroactive good and bad on Okay, teams. hold on. I even acknowledged last week we had now determined we weren't really sure if the Steelers were good or bad, but they had good culture, which had to count a little. Well, I mean, it counts against the Browns. They have bad culture, so they're bad. Good culture in Pittsburgh, they're still bad. Yes, I agree. But, Maybe but they should sign Antonio Brown. Uh, not that this game has anything to do with that, but I, I don't know. I agree with uh, Tim. Dallas, big Dallas, for their bridges. Uh, Dallas, Dallas, a couple of huge games. Hold on. Dallas goes into New Orleans and beats New Orleans when Drew Brees is their quarterback. Yeah, maybe. No, they don't. They have. That happened like once in the last several years. Listen, I'll make it short. Well, they only Dallas, are scheduled to go into New Orleans once every four yeah, years. Dallas was, was hook and crook crossover. with the Dolphins. We're hook and crook with the Dolphins for like, Two and a half quarters at the, home. Yeah, but they were just like toying. Now they, they're going into the Superdome. Did you see that the NFL Films out. clip? Dak is like in the huddle talking about the spicy nuggets are Bad. back because he yeah. sees it on the Jumbotron. Bad culture. Well, Dak you, you sucks. Can, no, I'm He's too big for his britches. He doesn't try. Listen. You can I trust own, the Cowboys on the road on Sunday night football all you want. Me, I'm taking the Saints at home in the Dome. I agree with Tim. I'm, I don't they, have his confidence. If, if less, but I'm unless they the game. score special teams touchdowns or defensive touchdowns, how are they scoring points? I don't know. Alvin Kamara is the best player on the field. 
I think that Zeke and Kamara are a wash. To I, I don't have Tim's. And Dak com- is significantly better than Teddy Bridgewater, who nice. doesn't throw the ball. I more like than, Teddy a lot. He doesn't throw the ball more than three yards down the field. Dak's Michael Thomas is a great player. I, I love this team. I like the Saints team quite a bit. They've been looking. What, what happened to them? So they lose Drew Brees, and now you're on their bandwagon. No, no. I still I think that they can they can bridge themselves to Brees coming back. Uh, this yeah, is but you, you where... said that they were going to be the underachievers of the year with Drew Brees and missed the playoffs. Now that all of a sudden they're great? I guess I have to change my view. I think the Saints have played better than I thought they were going to. I thought the way they they rallied in, in week one was impressive. I thought the way that they went into Seattle, not an t- easy place to win, and took care of business was impressive. Uh, and then they hung with the – they probably would have beaten the Rams had the, you know, the referees not blown that call, and then they lost Brees halfway through. I don't know. I've seen nothing from the Saints that makes me unimpressed, and Dallas hasn't played anybody yet, as we talked about uh, a while ago. So until then... I really think that we're getting a discount with Dallas because they haven't played anyone yet. No one wants to believe that they're actually good. And Tim just power ranked them second in the NFL if he was doing his power rankings, and now all of a sudden they can't beat New Orleans with a backup quarterback. I think you are... I'm not as confident as Tim on this game, but I think you're dead wrong in people not wanting to believe Dallas is good. Are you on Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. people love Dallas. You realize Twitter's not everything, right? I understand that, but Dallas beats the tar out of the Giants week one, and they're the Super Bowl champions. It's just how it works. So I think you're seeing what you want to see with that. No, 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 no. The love affair. No, for right. you to not... For you to say there's no complete love affair with this I'm version not, of not the Cowboys. I'm not saying that there's not. And I, I agree feel with you. I think, this line is being affected by people thinking like, yeah, Dallas looks great. Dallas looks great. They haven't beat anyone of any sort of substance. Well, newsflash, New Orleans offense sucks. I agree. I think Dallas is, is long-term going to be a fantastic team If this that's year. the case, then they smoke this Saints team. I like the Saints in that double Nobody game smokes Sunday. the Saints. Please, please tell me how the Saints win this game. Lay out the blueprint, and maybe I'll change my pick here. Just tell me how this game goes that they act, they actually win it. I, I Tim, do you want to chime in? Please, to give me the game script of how this game goes that they win and cover the slide. Kamara plays well. Bridgewater takes advantage of the offensive weapons that he has and puts it on the money. And that defense compels one or two turnovers out of Dak, which which are co- coming. I think. I don't know. I, I just I think I think that's a very difficult joint to walk into when it's rocking. And I don't know that the Cowboys have earned our respect quite enough yet. We'll see. I'm on Dallas Island here in the Sunday Nighter. Is it your super lock? I, I don't know if it's going to be. I, I actually don't even really have a super lock. Cowboys play yet. the Packers next week. So these are, I mean, these the, are big games. These are the games. These are the games. Are. I think that they're going to have far more difficulty with the Packers than the Saints. That game's got to be primetime too, probably. I guess no, those I'm, Fox for. I think it's America's game of the oh, week. I forgot that. America's game of the week. Well, what game is Romo currently slated to do? None, probably. No, Bills, Patriots, probably. Well, he's golfing. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If he makes the cut, no. he's not doing the game. But he might be getting the weekend off. No, no, he's mm-hmm. doing. They already said he's doing. He's scheduled to do the game if he misses the cut at the Safeway. If he makes the cut, uh, Boomer Issa Isal is coming in for him. I imagine they'll be assigned to Bills Patriots. Yeah, that that actually is the best game of the week for the AFC side. Yeah, no, I mean, for, I think for they- all for all of the games on this slate. New but England at Buffalo is the best game. They would also be the, the network showing Chiefs-Lions, so they may send them out to Detroit, too. Ugh. Well, you got Mahomes, right? So. You know what? what? With the rule change a few years ago, Tim, with how they divvied up the networks, it's actually a Fox game. 
Is it real? Well, yeah, I mean, Saints. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Saints Seahawks uh, was a CBS game last week. I'm just telling you, I'm looking at the I network know. breakdown. No, no, I know. So I Romo will be in Buffalo or he could be in Baltimore for the Browns Baltimore game. I doubt it. At the four o'clock, uh, CBS is Minnesota Chicago. That's probably where he'll be. Oh, yeah. That's where they, they changed the rules. The rules it's were so changed a few years ago. Football. There is now the old rules used to be like CBS, AFC, Fox, NFC, and the road team in the crossovers would be the the accompanying Correct. network. Hmm. Now those rules were completely just blown out the door. I think they just want to be able to get equal money from both sides and not say this, like an East versus West, this division or conference is better. Um, like Works I out just, for CBS, that's for sure. Pardon? Works out for CBS because any NFC game you can get and get rid of an AFC game is probably for the best. Yeah, but I think you underestimate like the power of the Patriots, the Steel, like those pre, the real preeminent yeah, team is not the one out of New Jersey carry a lot of freaking weight yeah pittsburgh new england dallas and green bay are still your big four. Oh no chicago when they're good is just as big uh, they're not they're not just as big as like uh, dallas they, and pittsburgh they're not dallas Washington, and pittsburgh are the philadelphia, two philadelphia is as big as any of them they're not yeah they are no, philadelphia they're not, they're, they're not. washington the, is just the, the steelers and cowboys from a national level are the two biggest teams by far i don't think it's by far because the patriots are right there with yeah, but the Patriots don't have Tom Brady, then they're not. Like, when he retires, the Patriots cease to be that team. It doesn't matter who the Steelers yes, have yes, yes. or who the Cowboys because have, they are still that 15 team. 15 years ago, the Patriots yeah. weren't on that list. They have put, yeah, sort of like yeah. in the 70s, 80s, early in 90s. I'm not kidding. People can laugh at me. The Dolphins were a preeminent team. In the, the 49 seven, Yes, going 17 and 0 or whatever. Like, that put them in a preeminent class that, that lasted them decades. And then getting Marino. Um, teams swap in and out of that. But you're absolutely right. The Steelers, the Cowboys, the Packers never swap yeah, out of it. No, ever, ever, ever. I there's would. no swapping out. Other spots are up for grabs. Yeah, if there's if those teams are good. Like when the Eagles are good, the Eagles are huge. When the yeah. Bears are good, the Bears are huge. When they're not good, you know, the Cubs are huge then. Yeah. If the Cubs are good that year. In Chicago. When the Raiders are good, the Raiders are huge. Yeah, I think you just hear about them because their fans are crazy people. You'll just hear about a lot more stabbings if they're good. And maybe that won't be an issue anymore. Who knows? There is a Monday night game, by the I way. I can't wait to go to Vegas to see the Chargers game and not fear for my... Although Vegas can be scary. Nah, Vegas is fine. No, no, no. There's, you cameras, go... there's cameras everywhere. I mentioned the Westgate earlier. I'll tell you, the sport... You do not... Raider fans in the sport... Like, they bring a vibe. We'll just leave it at that. All right. Raider fans bring a vibe. A dark vibe. Angry people? It is a... It is, it is a just considerably darker vibe and attitude that gets brought. Mm -hmm. My wife has been to a Chargers Packers game in San Diego. We were there for two weeks. We saw two games Sunday afternoon is a beautiful family friendly environment. The very next weekend, the exact same weather, nothing changed except it was Chargers versus Raiders. And you could sense like a darkness in the, like a vibe, like you just felt it. Just the boiling anger from these fans? I don't know. It's just different. And anyone that's been to a game or a game with the Raiders knows what I'm talking about. Hmm. There is a Monday night game. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. What's some horrible fucking Yeah, that is not a good game. Uh, Pittsburgh's nope. favored by four? I don't know. Should they be? They shouldn't. But I, uh, if, 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 the left, if that O-line is not playing for the Bengals, to me, they remain un- Bettable, although they covered for us last week. They sure did. 
Oh, I hate this. I, I don't know. Bengals. I, I, I got Are you taking Cincinnati. I, it's ugly. I'll take the Steelers with no particular feel. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers too. What's the coin doing here? Coin is taking the Bengals. I just tail Jeff on these primetime games. He wins games on every day of the week. Except no, that, 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 that was only the first week when I oh. won three games, and they happened to be one, one, and one, okay? <laughs> and you had two shots at Monday night. Mason Rudolph, do we know anything about him yet? He looked better in the second half. Yeah, we don't know anything. He's too early to say. Now, I still can't tell if the 49ers are going to end up being really good. I think their defense is far more legit than their offense. I worry about their offense. They just make a lot of dumb mistakes that they need to clean up. This buy actually came at a good time for them to sort of straighten themselves out while they're not in trouble. Are you glad the league screwed the Jets by giving them a week four buy now so Sam can come back in week five? It doesn't matter what they do anymore. I don't think he's coming back week five. They, they say he's, he he's on track. He hit a I treadmill today, probably for the first time in his life, but... You know, hey, you know, now he's going to get in cardiovascular shape, too. Sure, we can wear those ugly black uniforms and embarrass ourselves next week against the Eagles. I mean, the, bi- the biggest embarrassment about the Jets isn't their uniforms, Tim. It's either Meter Maid Fred or you. Those are the two biggest outliers here. <laughs> Whatever. I don't even have the energy to fight back. Anymore. He does. You can hear it simmering no, he behind doesn't. him. He does. He wants to fight back. He wants to be in on Columbo at quarterback or Simeon at quarterback. But he knows he will be mocked if he does. He is not expressing his true feelings here. You can hear it in his voice. But I'll know this. Come April, this guy is going to. April? Just wait Wait until Darnold wins like four games in a row to end the year after losing the rest of the slate. And then he'll make the same argument as he did. You know who was the best quarterback in football over the final four weeks? And he'll feel justified in his 12-4 and proclamation because he'll say how they played in December was what the team they were all year. Yeah. It's the same story every single season with Tim. No, I'm a changed man. I've learned my way. I've learned my lesson. Okay. Let's see here. Survivor for the week. Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. Although, if Miami just randomly beats a good team, the Chargers are the most likely candidate. Yeah, of course. I I don't have the Chargers to use. So you're using Uh, the Rams? No, I will be using Indianapolis. You're not going to use, but you said Baltimore is going to curb stomp Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going to take Indianapolis. Oh, so you're not super confident about that (laughs) game. I'm just more confident in Indy than I am in in Baltimore. That's all. I, I can use Baltimore later on. All right, so to recap your six-and-a-half-point teaser here, it's a one, two, three, four-gamer? Five-gamer. Oh, well, I missed whatever the last one. I have Baltimore minus a half point, Kansas City plus a half point, the Chargers minus nine-and-a-half, Indy to a pick em. What's the fifth leg? Jaguars. Oh, Jags plus nine-and-a-half. Yeah, we're going to tease the Jags up. I thought you didn't tease teams up. I teased one team up. Just because I—that's how much I despise the Broncos and they don't trust him. All right, super locks of the week. You felt very passionately about like three or four of these games, Jeff. Which one are you going to decide with? Uh, very. Uh, did I three or four? Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee, but it would have been between Tennessee or Tampa or the Redskins, but Tennessee extended week. They're going to—they are going to pound the finesse Falcons money line. What? That my super lock isn't money line, but I'm gonna call the Dell win that game. Oh, Tennessee just money. But you're gonna the Tennessee plus four is your yeah. super lock. Tim, uh, let's go down to the Bayou and take the Saints plus two and a half. Let's play the other side of that. Let's super lock in the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Jeff, 
minus two and a half. And I will say, Tim, again, I'll die on the hill. Nobody has besmirched a super lock like you besmirched mine last week, ever. Okay, well, we'll see by the end of the year whether that's true. I think it already happened in week two, but anyway. It didn't. Again, this is Tim just remembering. It's more of him living his truth over the reality of what's going on. So I look forward to his political commentary show about conspiracies. I don't believe in conspiracies. You know this. Yeah, but you think everyone's out to get you. No, just a couple of you are. No, you said everyone's out to get me. That's a direct quote from you from earlier in the no. show. No, everyone is not out to get me. You have, Most to say, people are with me. you have to say that to make it seems like you're sane, don't you? No, I speak my truth. Oh, you live your truth, do you? Yes, but my truth and that truth are one and the same. Uh, people would disagree with that. I don't think so. I think so. This is why you're, would you say, one in nine people agree with you? At least on some things. Other I, things... I, I would say max one in nine people agree with you. And I'm still pretty convinced half of those people are just internet trolls. Of course. When I'm winning something, it's because they're all just trying to play some game on you. But when you're winning, they sincerely are on your side. Heads you win, tails I lose. I understand. I don't actually ever recall saying that about myself. Do you? That's, that's the implication. It, is it though? Because I don't say ludicrous things and then have to ask people to vote on whether I'm insane or not. That's something that you do. I, I, I didn't ask anyone to vote. You did. Yes. So, t- or Jeff, sorry. What do you think is more correct here? I do. I see what he is saying, but I agree vehemently with you. Thank you. Because I'm see, correct. I could see like, yes, he has to paint the lens as to why what's happening is happening. Um, but I, I completely agree, um, with Pat as the people do nine and one people agree with me instead of one and nine. Like he thinks that like, you can't say people are just voting for him to change results. He feels the exact same way that people are just voting for you because you have this platform and they're just building up the shenanigans of Tim being no, wrong. People, I'm a sensible But I agree with you that I, they're yeah, they're I, I'm a sensible person, so most people just agree with me. And you make Crazy. these polls, like you you draw a line, like they're when he makes his like very egregious proclamations is when you feel you've got to like pull this thing. Yeah, it's not like just see, like things. the pre like the sock shoe sock shoe or the milk before the cereal. It's those type of things that like get the poll. Saying that Yes, Dear was the single greatest TV show of all time. That's just a weird take, Tim. When did he say that? I didn't say that. I just thought it was a good show. But we like that's, yes. a, that's also a bad take. We liked Yes, Dear. CBS coming home from school. Yes, exactly. See, Jeff knows. Come on. How old were you at this time? I'm talking university. Oh, good God, man. Yeah, yeah. That's horrendous. No, no, come on. I feel like on. I've wasted my life. That's 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 a new like hope. a yes dear yeah. king of queens, like four, no, four thirty four, four thirty <laughs> that is a pop. Tim knows what's up. <laughs> See, two out of three people on this show agree with me. <laughs> yeah, but you're one but of them. Jeff's just agreeing with me to to make it to get the pump air in my tires, you see. He doesn't actually agree with me. Oh that's no. What... It's been well established. Jeff has terrible taste in television. He watches both the high and the low ends. It's true. Hey, again, as I said, I was, uh, wa- I- I'm very diversified from Ken Burns' country documentary to Extreme Which Cougar is Wives. the best thing on television by a mile right now. That is fantastic. But- I cannot, cannot recommend it enough. 
it is the best thing on television right now. How can you call something the best thing on television when you didn't just know the best show on television didn't exist until last night? No, I mean, this this documentary is fantastic. Like, it is A-plus work. Go watch it. Ken Burns, country music. It, it's It's amazing. See, instead of watching these like low network shows, I just delve into the Real Housewives and Vanderpump world. That's my like trash TV that I enjoy, but only some of them. I tried to watch Potomac. Did your wife watch any of these? She, oh like, no, she loves um, this ninety day fiance. You talking about that stuff? Yeah, like like, like the home and gardening and shows. the uh, the new one, this freaking uh, Below Deck. Oh, I love Below Deck. Below Deck Med is even. There's better. like because my wife's home, you know, with the new baby in the late hours. Like Below Deck, everything Below Deck gets recorded. I want to record something. There's like thirty eight unseen Below Decks taking up all my space. I had to tell you, I have a talk with my wife about clearing off the DVR. Yeah, I had to do that too. Like we, we, don't, we don't need to save every episode of everything you've ever watched. You're never yeah. gonna watch. You never yeah. watch this stuff on record. We don't need to be. I'm, on, I'm on her side. Let her keep it. But then I can't find no, things no. that I actually save that I want to go back and watch. You can't like save your daily daytime talk shows that I've now been kicked off the air for like a year and a half. I, I got no problem with it. I, I think it's okay to keep. Like stuff. I still got like episodes of The Chew recorded. What the hell was The Chew? It, it was, was like a daytime talk show. I see. I, I know. I, I, know. <laughs> I know about it because my wife, but a single guy shouldn't really like. Yeah, and I see where Tim's coming from about. about keeping all the stuff. All the stuff on his DVR is his stuff. He doesn't have to share it with someone else. The Chew was like a daytime talk show, but it was about like Does cooking and like lifestyle. No. See, that was like the view, and that's like hot button topics. This is just like Tim could be on the view. He could debate with Whoopi. Oh, but that oh, the chew got canceled because it had one of the ra- the guy who was on it got canceled. Oh, Matt Lauer? No, Mario Batelli. I don't know who that is. Oh, that's right. That was is he what a, happened. Wasn't right. he a race car driver? No, no you're talking about Andretti. Oh. <laughs> no, he's like a famous chef with a lot of restaurants and like was a TV chef, but Oh, you got a little touchy feely handsy with the um, he's got to go with the, uh, the what air. do you call it? The, like the, the no, not even the show, like his waitress, like at the restaurants oh. he owned a real scumbag, like a real scumbag. South Park's back tonight or tomorrow night. New That's season. awesome. New season. So maybe we'll talk about that next week, because honestly, this slate of games is almost as yeah, trash as last inspiring. Yeah, there's a couple good ones on there, but that's about it. Anyway, thank you all. For tuning in to the Pat Mayo Experience, remember to time code this show for stuff that you like. Stay, I would say that stuff that you don't like, but don't do that. We we don't need negativity festering in the comment section. We save all of that vitriol for the Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. That is not my name. We do save it for you, though. Oh, I'm aware. I can take his Hamlet would say the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Jeff Feinberg, thank you for being in studio. You don't want to see me if we get into a full Al Roker transition. <laughs> Agreed. I well, don't. <laughs> want to thank the coin. I want to thank Paul Ooh. behind the camera. I actually, I do want to see that because I think you and I are betting the same golfers this week. So if the Chargers oh, lose, man. then my golf bet is definitely going to win. So I would like that. They can't lose. They're not losing this one. Oh, they might. They might.
Subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Check out my Facebook page for the cheat sheet. We'll have more coming at you later on Wednesday. DraftKings picks with, oh, guess who's on the show? Jeff? Guess who my DraftKings guest is this week? I don't know. Who is the Tim Andercust of the DraftKings space? You're teeing me up, but I don't know. Siege. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. People always love when the Siege is on his. He will have ridiculous hot takes and maybe with some money. So tune into the Siege. I'll be guest hosting the MMA show this week in lieu of Paul Shag. So me and Cody will be talking about fights of fighters I've never heard of for UFC Copenhagen. Then I'll be back on Friday with Chris Meany to break down all the injuries and update the rankings. And live 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time on the DraftKings YouTube channel available after the fact on all the audio feeds. Me, Cust, and Garyan breaking down all the games and the breaking news and answering your questions like i said 9 30 a.m eastern time on sunday morning thank you all for tuning in i'm pat mayo good luck in week four i'll see you next time experience experience